Two. Yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's a motherfucking paid podcast, one-stop shop for everything TV, media, from related, along with any of the goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live direct, Proof Concept Studios. What is up? Yeah. What's going on? How's everybody doing out there on a Monday? Today is opening day in Baltimore. Yeah. So that means um, just down the road from where we are, Pickles Pub and uh, what is the other one? Looney's and never even Dills been down there or whatever. Honest, yeah. Really? Oh, you got to yeah. do opening day at least no, once. No, but I, no, I already no. know those bars are jumping right now. <laughs> yeah. um, here's my prediction for the Orioles baseball season. We're gonna Losing start off season. hot. We're yeah. gonna win like <laughs> we're gonna win like eleven or fifteen out of the first like twenty games. And people are like, oh, this might be the season, and then we're gonna then lose then the next not. like eighty six yeah. in a row. Yeah, it seems to be pretty pretty typical for the. Uh, for the O's, yeah. Um, look, I, I don't, I don't really begrudge the O's. You know what I mean? Like, because they, they, they had their heyday in the nineties, right? I don't remember them winning any titles in the nineties, but they at least had Cal Ripken. Cal right? Ripken, they had Cal Ripken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like once you have like somebody who's kind of like goat status, which I don't. Does Cal Ripken? I don't really watch baseball, so I don't really know. Does he, yeah. does he count as goat status in baseball? I think he's already in the Hall of Fame. Um, Hall of Fame is different than goat status. Hall of Fame is just like I feel like they just yeah, kinda, it, like, it's like the club, right? You know. These people who get into the club, then there's the VIP section. Yeah, you know I mean? even when you're in the VIP section, there are people who know like Yo, that. I can't believe I'm here with that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I think Cal Ripken might qualify for goat status. Your baseball's so tough because it's like some people are like, oh, Babe Ruth, right? But like that's Babe Ruth was playing baseball before they let Dominicans play, and it's like <laughs> I don't count anything before it, baseball was integrated. So it's like I don't I don't my baseball history starts with like Hank Aaron. And then I still don't I don't know who that is. Who the fuck uh, is that? who's Hank Aaron? Isn't he the dude that uh um <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Asking the wrong person. Black Panther. Uh fucking No uh, Chadwick Boseman. It's Jackie Robinson. It's Jackie Robinson. He's forty two. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> that's where my baseball history is. Hank Aaron, Jackie Robinson, Barry Bonds, and then uh, <laughs> And I skipped else. like 40 years right there alone. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Uh, so outside of opening day, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Hey, life is good. Went to a comedy show this week. Oh, this the, is what I heard. The, the legend. I, th- I do consider Aries Spears. Legend? I think I mean, he's been doing a comedy. He's been relevant in comedy for the better part of like 40 years. Real shit. He's been doing this a long Bro, 30 years. I aged him. Legend? He's been doing comedy a long time. No, at no. A really high doing level. comedy so is not the same thing. He's not like... Chappelle level. <laughs> but I think when you look at like some of the um, more like well-known, uh, successful black comedians that have stood the test of time and that have constantly delivered, I think Aries Spears is on that list. Because his comedy show that I went to this weekend, fire. I mean, he was hitting on all cylinders. Like, I didn't really... Even the controversial shit, he found a way to make it funny. And I feel like it's difficult to do that as an older comedian to stay like young and relevant and current. Um, but anyway, the show was great. Shout out to Aries Spears. Thank you for putting on a fantastic show at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Um, loved it. Also, an, the worst comedy club location you could ever go to. It's like, it's like in the event level suite at like the Ramada Hotel, like off of a highway next to a, uh, a truck park. And it's just like a terrible like location, but you know, Tip Harris is going to be there next week. Ti, if you if you don't know who Tip Harris is, um, um, so it's like didn't he just get 
He just uh, got booed off stage. Yeah, at like Madison Square Garden or something. Yeah, like why that. did he? Uh, now, granted, to... He's not a comedian. He's a rapper, but he's like venturing into comedy. And Wait, no, no. First of all, that's not even what I was talking. But what? You didn't know this? No. Yeah. So Ti has been doing a lot of stand-up comedy lately. He's like actually Ew. doing shows and going on, like opening up for other bigger acts and whatnot. Um, the as far as I understand, his reviews so far have been like 50-50. Like some night he'll bomb, yeah, and other nights he'll do really well. So, so I think the way the reason why I know that this is probably not going to work out is because. Uh, so I don't think it's indicative, right? When a comedian a, is a like word an he would actor, use, huh? A word he would use, uh, indicative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like to use the yeah, big ass words. The, yeah, I feel like he looks him up right before he goes like to talk about it, and then mm-hmm. he just says he finds a way to work it into whatever the fuck he's talking. About. But uh, no, um, so uh, I, I'm not. It's not an indicative at all if a person is not a good actor, but they're a good comedian, right? But I do feel like it's it gives you a flavor of where they. And I've never found his like comedy type of acting particularly like funny at all. Yeah. Actually, I think Ti is a fairly good rapper turned actor, and I mean, still very much a rapper. He's a very good rapper. Very um, good. I mean, we don't need to say fairly. He's, he's, no, no, he's, I, he's a fairly good actor as a oh, rapper. Oh, yeah, as a rapper, okay, we okay. know Ti. You said rapper. No, no, okay, okay. T.I. is solidified as, like, one of the best. Um, out of Atlanta, it's, in my opinion, you know, it's, like, Jeezy, Gucci, Ludacris, T.I., you know, 2 Chains, those guys, right? They're no the top of the list. Was that? No, no, oh, Andre Three Stacks? Ah, that's, like, evergreen, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the Aries Spears Comedy Show. Uh, very great show. A lot of controversial topics. He still found a way to make it really funny. But here's what I learned. never You got to do your research on the comedian you're going to see. And if you are not prepared for whatever uh, uh, onslaught, whatever attack is about to come your way, do not sit in the front section of a comedy show. You better be dressed appropriately. You better not have on anything that's going to make you stand out above anybody else. Your hair better not be wild. Your clothes better not be wild. You better not be sitting next to somebody wild, or maybe you're the wild-looking person. But uh, he fucking roasted so many people at this comedy show. It was insane. At a certain part, you start to feel bad for these people. Yeah. But it was funny as fuck, so you kept going. Yeah. Um, anyway, great time at this comedy show. Aries Spears loved it. Do not sit in front row of a comedy show. That is uh, that is fair, uh, I feel like, to say. Uh, and I, I generally don't sit like I, you know... Even from my high school days, I didn't sit in front of class. Like, what are you? Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, in school, I would sit in front of the class. Yeah, for yeah. what reason? What like what was it? You had to have reason. You can't just be sitting in the front for no fucking reason. What are you doing up there? I don't know. Like, I always found, and you know, you know, I say say like, oh, like don't, you shouldn't think you're better than some people. But like, I was always felt like I was better than the people who sat in the back because they would always talk, wouldn't shut the fuck up. Um, it'd be a lot of distractions in the back. So I always sat like the front row I or never, at least the second I row. I never really wanted to sit in the back, but I, I just would never sit in the front because I know that's where a lot of action happens, right? In like, the front, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's when you get called on to say things when you don't really want to. Like, Well, you know you me. Slip, I like to talk. You, We're doing a podcast late, right yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I had yeah. no problem sitting in the front uh, row. You want my opinion? I'm going to give it to you. That was the truest statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, but um, And a smart bad joints always sat in the front too. So I was right next to, you know, Katrina and Selena and Kim and Latoya and Taya, Angel, Juanita, <laughs> Michelle. All right, X. 
<laughs> I had to channel that. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, dude, let, let, let's kind of get into uh, let's get into some uh, this week, next week stuff. Uh, I don't know what's uh, coming out this week, uh, mostly because I just have not looked into it. But I know what I um, what I'm anticipating uh, coming out. Um, so, uh, I, I actually really do want to see Ambulance. Even though mm-hmm. yeah. they come out, they came out last week. That didn't I think come out it came out week. last this past Sunday. I okay, this past Saturday or Sunday, uh, ambulance. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, what the fuck is this dude's name? Oh, uh, like, Yaya Mateen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mateen the second. Um, one. Michael Bay project. I do want to see this fucking movie. I want to see it only because I had very low expectations for it, but apparently it's actually really good, which I <laughs> I would never fucking predict for a Michael Bay movie. Um, so. Uh, so that's really the only reason why I want to, to to go see it is to see if it lives up to this unusually high level of expectation apparently that that we've bestowed upon a Michael Bay film. Um, but there's yeah, I feel like yeah. with the cast in this one, it's hard to miss. You know what I mean? Like mm. the first like two or three Transformers movies were really good, and then the last five or six weren't. Yeah, um, and it was probably because of the cast. It was like Mark Wahlberg. And then like some other like randos, um, <laughs> yeah. but the first three was like you know Shia LaBeouf and like really good supporting cast. Yeah. Um. So you give Shia LaBeouf, uh, you give uh, what's this guy's name? Michael Bay. You give yeah. him a good cast, a d de- a, a good story to tell, lots of money for explosions and gunshots and you know yeah, bodies. He, no, I, mean, I feel like he could do some. He could do some things. I feel like that's a redundant thing to say, right? Because it's like, what are you? What are you not? Want to give him lots of money for explosions and shit? Like, what, do you, what is what is the thing you're doing outside of that? <laughs> yeah, true. there's no there's no plot. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? It's a Michael Bay movie. Um, uh, what, what, what like, you, I feel like sorry, I feel like Michael Bay. Like every time he does a movie, they're like, oh, you could have twelve writers working on this film. He's or like you have four writers. He's just looking at him like ten million dollars <laughs> in like, explosives. He's yeah. like, give me the explosives. No, he's, he's I don't need the writers. He's looking at him dumbfounded. Like, why are yes. you even asking? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, just, come on, you know yeah. what the fuck. In I'm turn, doing. <laughs> you know who I am. I'm Michael Bay. Give me the explosives. <laughs> Um, so Fantastic Beast uh, is actually coming out this mm. week. Um, now it's interesting. Again, we've talked at nauseum about Ezra Miller. Uh, he's in this film, so it's going to be interesting to see how the movie's received. Again, we already said last week neither of us are very, very you know big Harry Potter uh, buffs, but uh, but that should be interesting this week. Now, uh, there's not too much this week that I find terribly uh, interesting. Although I did want to watch, I, I meant to go Sunday, but I just. Uh, did not do it. Uh, everything, everything, every time. Every, I yeah. saw it this Sunday. Did you? How was it? Phenomenal. Oh my I god! Cried. Fuck! I'm so jealous I right cried. now. I want to. Are you? Are you for real? Yeah, I swear to God. <gasps> what? It was that good. It was that fucking good. No way! You're it shitting was, me. I'm not lying to you. Like there's parts of the movies where I'm just like, the first time I tried to like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 clear the throat, <laughs> drink some water, yeah, yeah. eat some skittles. <laughs> You taste this motherfucking rainbow. <laughs> That's why I'm crying. That's beautiful. For real, for um, real. The second time, I just let him drop. Damn. You know what I, mean? was, I felt like a slave or something. Was, Fuck. Yo, you should have hit me up. Where'd you, where'd you see that? Um, we saw it at the, the Regal Cinema in Gambros. Uh, it was me and Emily. Oh, we, that's, yeah, that's a bop. Remember, it was the one where we went to go see uh, uh, Endgame. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so a bop. So we went and, you know, this, you know, 
old school theater. Like the seats didn't recline. You, know, you just got sitting at ninety fucking degrees. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the throwback theater. I, it's it's actually miserable, but I, I kind of it reminds me it, of like yeah. When we got in there, and we sat down. I was like, oh okay, we finna take it back to the nine nine <laughs> in the two thousands. <laughs> but bro, the movie was phenomenal. Oh my like, god! Throughout the movie, like I just kept thinking in my head, like yo, Jamie Lee Curtis is a beast. Like she's yeah, carrying she's this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. And then you'd be like, no, I'm sorry. And I forget the actress's name who plays Evelyn yeah. in the film. Um, oh, I'll check it out real quick. Please uh, pull up the cast for me. But like, you'd be like, Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie? Incredible. Um, what's her um, name? Uh, uh, Michelle Yu. Michelle Yu. Yeah. Bro, like her I'm, performance. I hope I'm pronouncing her I, last name right. If this film, like, you know how you know some of these smaller films and they would they, they just be, be like Oscar buzz. Oscar nominated. Like, yeah. This film has to be Oscar contention. Yeah, absolutely has to. Nah, they'll give that shit to like fucking like. Yeah, they'll do the story was great. I loved how meta it was because it wasn't like above itself in terms of like I, we're making a crazy movie here. Yeah, we're gonna acknowledge that it's that a little bit crazy, crazy, but it's so fucking God good. Damn it. Not I want to see it so bad. This is the best movie I've seen all year, hands down. God damn it, man! Not even close. What the fuck? Not even close. I really, I was this close to, from going to go see it, and then I was just like, nah, because I was gonna. I, technically, I was actually gonna go I see, see it, it Saturday. I'm gonna see the game. Yo, you're killing me. I might right see now, the game dude. like Wednesday or something like that. Damn, man. I might be out there with you, man. I'm, I'm not even excited anymore for like Doctor Strange and the multiverse. Of, that was the biggest movie that I was like, yo, I'm so excited. That's probably gonna yeah. be the best movie of the year. I'm only excited After about that this, movie, not necessarily because of all the multiversal sort of things, but because of what it implies for the rest of the MCU. Because I know obviously we're gonna probably get some X-Men in there. Probably some wild shit we didn't even yeah. weren't even predicting, but that's the shit. I'm I'm not really looking forward to it in terms of like, oh my god, this is going to. It's not really like the film you're looking for. Yeah. It's like the the um the, the not the spoilers, but like who else is going to be in it? What's going to happen? And like then that's going to be indicative of what's going to happen next, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah. Marvel does well at like giving you the thing, but also you're excited for like what happens after the thing. Yeah, for sure. This movie was just a great fucking movie. Damn, man. I really want to... If DVDs were still, like, relevant, I would buy it on DVD. Blu-ray. Damn. Yo, stop, stop slicing. All right? Tell me something <laughs> bad about the movie. All right? You're slicing it up. Because oh. I, I really wanted to go see it, and now I'm, like, really regretting my, my non seeing It was it. a touch long. It was a long movie. Okay. Like, fuck. It was good. Like, if they made no, it a minute no, shorter, stop, stop I'd be like, like uh, I don't even want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. I don't know. Go see it. <laughs> A24 does not Does miss. it again? Like, Anyway, let's, yeah, we got a show to fuck, do. I don't even want to do the rest of the show. I'm fucking <laughs> pissed, dude. Um, let's see what else we got going on this week. Um, so, so there are a couple things I'm probably going to leave for later in the show. But uh, the one thing I did want to talk about super quick um, is... Uh, so uh, there, there have been a couple quotes from Jason Siegel recently. I don't know if you know him. He, he played Marshall in How yeah. I Met Your Mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, saving Sarah it's, Silverman. It's, yeah. uh, saving Sarah Silverman. I like. <laughs> right. He was in that one, right? Uh, saving uh, or forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, yeah. I think. Wait, Sarah Silverman was in it. it. No, she was not even in it. <laughs> She's a comedian, right? Sarah Silverman. She's a comedian, not in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. She was. She was in it. Pull it up right now on IB. I guarantee. How many you. times do you have to lose to me? In bets, <laughs> Sarah Silverman. How many bottles? How many bottles? Put another you, bottle. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Let's go. Put another bottle you, on. You, okay. We're live right here. Okay. Listen, this is the test. Forgetting right. Sarah Marshall, Sarah Silverman was in that movie. Okay. All right, dude. You keep Small doing this. part. But she was what, in. What? What part? 
What, I don't know. She she wasn't in the movie at all, dude. Pull uh, it up. Give me the cast list. All right, cast list. All right, we got Kristen Bell, Jason Segel, Paul Rudd, Mila Kunis, Russell Brand, Bill Hader, Liz, some name I can't pronounce, Maria, Th- Th- dude, she's not in a fucking movie. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, fucking Billy Bush, uh, Jonah Hill, um, uh, Jack McBriar, uh, a lot of people. No Sarah, Sarah Silverman because she was not in this fucking movie. Okay. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> How many times do you have to do this? Dude? How many times do you have to lose before you just stop betting? Dude, I, don't, I, I never. never, I never want to go with you to Vegas. That would be a losing endeavor. <laughs> we would, listen. We would leave uh, as adventure service. I'm up at the casinos. I'm up in Vegas. The last time I went to Vegas, I left. Up. Vegas is mad. Yeah, Where's the movie that I'm thinking about? Listen, I'll find it. I don't. It doesn't. It's not this movie. Is, is all I'm trying to say. I don't know, man. It uh, might still be. There's still a chance. Jesus. First, you called the movie, named the movie after her, and then you said she was in. It's just come on, dude. Just a very losing effort you got going here. Um, you might be right. There's still a possibility be, you're wrong. Might be. I don't. Small possibility that you might be wrong. Okay, if you say so. Uh. Anyways, uh, the reason why I brought um, Jason Siegel up is because he had comments more recently about um, the fact that after filming, uh, after uh, after How I Met Your Mother ended, um, he essentially just like left Hollywood, not leaving acting, but left living in Hollywood, uh, and he went to go to this sm- small town and just lived in the small town. Uh, and so, you, and you hear about this uh, very often in terms of a lot yeah, of people. Julia leaving. Roberts lives in Wisconsin or something like that. Weird tidbit, but okay, <laughs> fair enough. Very applicable to what I'm talking yeah, about. Like, there are a lot of actors who like live in New York because they're like, especially like uh, a lot of comedic actors. Uh, I think Louis C.K. Um, Yikes! No, <laughs> I like Louis. I don't give a fuck. Um, so right. I think like, and I think um, uh, fucking Jerry Seinfeld, right? He doesn't live in L.A. I think yeah, yeah, he's, I, he's but a I, New York guy. So I, I guess what he's I'm a New to... York guy. <laughs> what is it all about? I feel like I need to work on my Jerry Seinfeld. No, you don't. It's annoying as fuck. There's I some... actually, I actually don't like. I, I feel like outside of the context of, like, if he just did that in person, I, I he was like my friend or something. I might punch him in the face if he just mm. did that all the time. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, what do you just talk unless normally? You know fucking weirdo. He's that like I, unless you know like that's his real real. No, face. I'd be annoyed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's, your, be... who's your best celebrity impersonation? I don't think I have one. I'm terrible at impersonations. Um, damn, I, there was one. You did that a I great did. one yeah. the other day. Yeah, I feel like Who there's the fuck one. Was, was it like a wrestler or something like that? I don't, I don't know, know if it was the you Rock. You did the Rock. You was did it the, the rock, rock the other day. Yeah, you did that, and I was. I like, feel like if I try to do, it, I'll fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I really yeah, will yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> I it was lightning. I in remember the <laughs> when you did it, and I was like, "Holy shit, that yeah, was good. That was really good." I would say mine's are. I do Denzel well. I also do a fairly good Obama. Well, now you got to do it because you. Well, I mean, you know the classic training day lines, like, or um, or, well, like, <laughs> or remember the Titans? No, what's it? What's Denzel is easy. Denzel just gonna like, ah, okay, all right, okay, okay. Uh, like, I hate the fact that that was so good. I <laughs> uh, remember when uh, when um Jake got in the car. He's like, "Where is the office?" And they he just hit the hydraulics like, mm. "You know, <laughs> yo, yo." I, I, I want to do. I want to do an entire episode on training day. The, I, so I watched the training day when I was a kid uh, or I guess teen. I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. I, th- I thought it was, Oh man, this is like a really good Denzel movie. Right. It wasn't until I watched it as like, it was like 
maybe a, some months ago or like mm-hmm. maybe even a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Where I, I think watched we both it. Watched we talked about it a yeah. months ago. Dude, masterful. masterpiece this movie. This movie is a masterpiece. And I don't think it's celebrated nearly as much yeah. as it needs to be. Remember when we used it's to play a Halo? fucking masterpiece. JP, yeah. JP remembers this well. Okay. When we used to play Halo, my favorite weapon in Halo was a shotgun. Yeah. And I would always. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm searching, searching with this bitch. One of my favorite one of the hottest movies. Lines, yeah, that was, that was that's cold. a hot line. I, I feel dude. like that wasn't even in the script. There's no way some writer Bro, was like, I'm surgical, I'm surgical in this bitch. <laughs> Den, uh, Denzel's character cocks the gun. Like, no, that was all Denzel just being cold just as fuck. Ad living, man. Oh, my God. It's just everything from the plot to how it's acted. And it's just, it's a fucking it's a i can't explain it enough how masterful this fucking yeah. movie is like and I, I i watched it recently only because like i think it was it just became available on some sort of streaming service so i was like you know what i haven't watched in a while training day let me watch that and i just sat there for like an hour and a half like what the actual that connected to that and then that connects to that and then like the, the performances even denzel from the rip is just like yo he's coming out hot yeah. in, in terms of his uh, 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 portrayal, and I forget. I, and I'm sad that I even forget his uh, his character's name now. I feel like it's gonna come to me here in a sec. But anyways, I just I, I I can't explain enough how much I fucking appreciate this movie, Training Day. And for those out there who are looking for like, okay, well, how do you build an effective story that fucking is just so is, is so tight? It, it's to me, it's kind of like the Dark Knight before the Dark Knight. In in that, it's such a tightly packed uh, story it's but it but it's it's even better than the dark knight in some ways because it's a it's a more compact story the dark knight is just this like sort of large sprawl it's like four movies in one the dark knight but each one is so fucking good training day it's just the proper amount of time and they just fit in like there's not any fat in in um training day everything matters every scene fucking matters to the story you know you know like it's denzel was so good that it even overshadows how fucking good Ethan Hawke was in that movie. Now, Ethan Hawke was amazing, but they were, and they were vibing clearly, like, off, they yeah, clearly yeah. vibed they, they, off yeah, they each other. Um, but, but Ethan yeah. Hawke was great in this movie. Fantastic. But yeah, yeah. Denzel was so fucking good. It's like, and I'm not saying he overshadows Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. But it's just like, everybody in that movie did their, showed up at the highest level. Because none of the characters were like, hard to believe yeah no no you 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 believed everybody from the again from the jump you believe everybody was everybody and even from ethan hawk's performance like you you got you you knew what informed his character from even from that phone call at the beginning where he's he's kind of like you know denzel's like you, you don't even hear his voice yet yet you mm-hmm. get a vibe for who this guy is yeah. and you get a vibe for who ethan hawk's character is just by those first few minutes it's just like it's just i can't i can't I, we need to do like an entire episode on training day. I fucking we might I, have I just to. I I'm in love with that yeah, movie. Any reason to watch that movie again, I'm with it. Yeah, dude. Um but anyways, back to Hollywood. <laughs> uh and living in Hollywood. Um so Jason Siegel said, Hey, um I trucked the deuces to Hollywood back, you know, after and this was in twenty fourteen when How I Met Your Mother ended. Um and it so it got me to thinking that um what is the actual usefulness of living in LA? Like outside of proximity. Like, well, so proximity but also it's like when, when you need to do a project you go you do the project and then you dip it's just like to me it's just like kind of like not any other job clearly but like it's like a project you know i mean you work on a project and some of the projects shoot all over the place they don't necessarily shoot 
like if you're working on a show that would when he was shooting How I Met Your Mother, yeah. makes sense, right? Because it's they're probably shooting on a lot for for a majority of the the um show. Um, so you just it just makes sense to be there. But if you're shooting a movie, chances are unless it's just centrally, which I don't know how many movies are just especially like higher budget movies are just centrally located in Hollywood itself. Yeah. Uh, instead of shooting on location at various places. Um, uh, again, I'm sure how that, important it is to be close. I think yeah. the only, the only real necessity as an actor or musician or whatever to like live in LA or Hollywood mm-hmm. is proximity to the thing, right? Like you're always just a, like a mile away from the thing the the party with like the person who may get you cast in the movie or tell you you know you might be at a party with like a director who's like I'm working on a project I'd love for you to be a part of it and it's just so happened that you guys are at the same bar or same restaurant or same golf course or fucking gas station I don't know but proximity is the real reason why I feel like a lot of people go to LA like I want to be close to the thing well yeah but I, I would think that for actors and actresses especially anybody who's looking to break into the industry yeah. it's important that you it, that proximity is important but for people who are like more established I really don't I don't I don't I don't think I necessarily see the benefit outside of like living the LA life really yeah. you know and and honestly like and but the, but that even got me to thinking even further of just like the whole idea of like city life like uh, so when I, I think that there's a lot of people who are looking to remove themselves especially from the like the really popular cities like New York LA not so much Atlanta I think like I think people are still you know there, there's there's probably yeah. a net Dave Chappelle lives in Ohio. incoming to 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 uh like atlanta um but uh I, I think ultimately like what i thought about when he was when i was reading this article that um that was quoting him i was thinking to myself like i feel like there's an appeal to just a quiet life you know like forget the glitz because i've never been interested myself in like the glitz and glamour of it all like i've always just been interested in like the work itself as well as you know the not necessarily accolades, but like the recognition that like, oh yeah, you did something that was like really like notable, but I don't want the fame. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I feel like other people, like there are people who want the fame and I've, I've never been able to like really understand that. I want to yeah. be able to walk down the street and just walk. Like, I don't Perfect want example. fucking people to come up to me. There's like Kevin Hart and then, then there's the, like Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Neither's wrong for like how they want to live their lives, right? Or how they want to build their brands. But like Kevin Hart is like, you know, he's going to be the guy who like, lives in LA. He loves the fame, he loves the attention. He like he enjoys all of that, right? Like that's very much a part of like his persona. Whereas Dave Chappelle is like, no, I'm going to do I'll do the LA shit, but then I live in Ohio on a ranch. Yeah. With my family, we have like just a, a ranch and a house and we live in a small town. I think this town Dave Chappelle lives in has like 500 people in the town. Very very small. Yeah. Um so I mean, yeah, like you know, and I say this all the time. Like my, my girlfriend doesn't believe me because she's like, oh. oh, by the way, and this is a complete detachment from what we're talking about right now. How did she enjoy everything? Everywhere oh, all the time? fucking, she loved, loved it. it. I, I didn't. Yeah. I say I was like, okay, this isn't a horror movie, but I'm like, I feel like this might be one that she appreciates. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to hear from someone who didn't like the movie. Be like, what are you on? All right, all right let's stop talking. Yeah. I'm sorry, I even brought um, it back up. But anyway, yeah. uh, I would, I would, I would hate to never be able to like to like not be able to walk down the street. I like going for walks. Come on, especially man. if you live in a city. Walking, if you've never lived in like a big city, walking through the city sometimes is just like there's just a, Yo, a energy to it. Like fam. you can you can literally walk. 
five miles in New York City, and it feels like Fam, you snapped. Throw your some fucking head headphones on, man. Get your little playlist together, man, and just take a walk in like the city. Oh my god, talk about yeah. therapy, dude. Like, not to mention if you, you might have been, you know, blowing some gas or something like that. Oh you know, god, oh my yeah. god, pop Yo, edible. Damn. 40 blocks in New York City. You will feel like a brand that's new great person. day. Yeah. You will feel brand new. That's all you did new. that day. You just went for a You're long walk go. through the city. Yeah. Straight. That's You're a, good to go. That's a great day. And and so I wouldn't want to walk down the fucking street and get mobbed down. Oh but like, my God. Like if, if I was one of like the fucking, I don't know, I'm probably dating myself and saying this. I'm not even dating myself just because I was probably before this time, but like the Jonas Brothers or like. Justin Bieber, right? I don't want to fucking be Justin Bieber and be yeah. fucking like strolling down the street. That Did you ever see that awful. video of Justin Bieber? It's like he arrived. Check at his that, house. yeah. Check that one one girl. Who yeah, he, and then she just ignored him, and he was just like, "Well, I just told you, yeah." Chill the fuck out. He like, I think he told he was like very respectful, like, "Hey, listen, like, you know, I think he was saying like, have you ever like, you know, when you have a long day and you just want to come home, you just want to come home. like, this is my you house, privacy. Like, I, this yeah. is that place for me." And then he was like, "This is my private place, and I, I want you guys to respect that." And she was still like. Can I have a hug? He was, he like, was like, no. no like, I just, I just told you. Like, so yeah, that I would fucking hate because like I have a temper. So I already know if I get, if I'm like stressed out and I get home from a long day yeah, and people are outside of my house, I'm going to be pissed. No. Um, or if I like, it's six o'clock in the morning and I'm yeah. like, on I don't, my I don't way. think that's respected enough. How much patience these celebrities have. Like, because. I Remember when like, Eminem was like, I can't even take a shit without somebody standing by. Yeah. Yeah. The way I am, which is one yeah, of my favorite yeah. Eminem songs. Great song. Yeah. But that's mad true. It's like, you know, if you're a celebrity, if you go into the bathroom, there's probably going to be somebody waiting outside of the stall for an yo, autograph like, what's or a picture. Yo, dude, yo, I just dropped how do you the know deuce. Like, <laughs> I didn't shake my hand. How do you know if I didn't wipe? Oh, they don't care. They don't care. They're like, look, look Salmonella, I don't yeah. care. The Salmonella, is that what you would get from not wiping your ass? Mm. What is it? What yeah, would you get? Bad yeah. cow disease? I don't know. <laughs> What is Ebola? Ebola, let's go. Yeah, 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 just all in one. The 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 fucking uh, the perfect storm of uh, fucking diseases. Um, but anyways, uh, so I saw that and I, I thought that was like an interesting thing that uh, you know he kind of gave up this, this sort of like Hollywood type of lifestyle in favor of this like more quiet, which I feel like that's always preferable, especially like when you because he was talking about like just going to like you know high school football games and like yeah. going to go see like you know school plays and things like that um which i thought was like that's like really like that's cool you know like that you can just go do just some like ordinary yeah, shit dude you know? i'm telling you right now if i couldn't go to my daughter's my daughter's starting lacrosse without somebody like mobbing you super oh, that's cool. fucking oh, dope, my God, dude. What, do you, what do your daughter's what like four five five five, yeah, five turns six in july ain't that kind of early for lacrosse um no, no, I mean, it's normal. You know, Starting young. That's those. Is are this ones. like Pee Wee kind of situation? Yeah, yeah, it's like. I mean, no, no. I'm, I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying is, is the type of age, so is this the age where kids yeah, usually yeah. get into like football? Like, this is the age where like kids generally like pick the sport, right? Ooh. But like they'll probably only play it for like a year. Then they have like lacrosse one year, and then they switch to soccer. Then they want to do cheerlead. Like yeah. kids kind of just go wherever their friends go, right? Yeah. Um. So they're all starting off. Like the only reason we kind of signed her up is because. Two of the other girls in her class were like, oh, you know, the parents were like, oh, we're, we signed up for lacrosse. Well, okay, cool. We'll sign our daughter up too. But she's yeah. excited about it, bro. It is, this is one of the coolest feelings, like, as a parent. And I know there are people who don't have kids who are like, oh, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. But I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. I think I told you this story. We mm-hmm. went to Dick's Sporting Goods, get everything. I don't want nothing on sale. Top shit. If it's on sale, I don't <laughs> want it. Get it the fuck out of my face. I want the big dog shit. Yeah. I want the brand new cleats. 
I want the newest stick. I want the lightweight aluminum made of like fucking adamantium or whatever. Like whatever Wolverine's Wolverine paws were made shit, of, I man. want that stick. You know what yeah. I mean? I want the best balls, pads, clothes, everything. So it was a dope experience being able to like, so, you know, buy her all the gear that she needs and I could be the the sports dad. That's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't imagine going to like my kid's game and like there are people there like taking pictures of you, wanting to do an interview, photographing you. Like, Shit's oh, for the birds, God. dude. Like it I really need is a sniper in the trees. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, anyways, I I, I just I, I think that living a quiet life like that is is necessary. Um and honestly for like mental health reasons. It's like I I feel like and I obviously like that's a term that gets thrown around a lot these days, but I feel like to hold your own fucking sanity, I think you just need to sometimes just disconnect and Honestly, get away from yourself because I feel like when you when you go to a quieter place, I feel like you can kind of I, I feel like people who always remind you of you make you I feel like become obsessed with you. Then yeah. you become more obsessed with the image of you versus just existing in the world versus trying to play the character of yeah. you. You know, you know what I think about in this moment, like the rock, right? Yeah, the rock can't just he can't say whatever the fuck he wants anywhere yeah. without being like you know, all pictures, photographs. The Rock. Because he's, yeah. so, he's recognizable, so recognizable yeah. as The Rock, right? Other yeah. celebrities, you might be able to change your hair, put on a hoodie, and you're good. But like The Rock, I don't think he can put on a hoodie and people won't recognize him. No, and no. Fucking muscles are fucking yeah. too big. Um, yeah. So, you know, for him, and he's always got to be The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Right? But, but that's kind of his fault because that's what he what he's... And it's worked out for him. Clearly. It's his brand. He but branded it, that's himself. That's his brand. Yeah. You know, he, he branded himself as that. But the problem with that is you then become... And I'm not trying to say this because, you know, and I don't I don't even know if the Rock identifies as black because he's uh, Samoan. So I... At least... Um, he, he identifies he, as like a, like a person of color. Yeah. Um, you see, I don't yeah. think he says... But anyways, it, it, so like... It, it, I'm not saying this because I would consider him black. But like, you become kind of a slave to that thing, you know what I mean? Like you, you become like then you can't. I can't just you know we were talking about just before the podcast. You know, I swore we were not going to talk about any Will Smith. You know, the shit during this podcast. But like, Will Smith can't escape being like, and when yeah. he does, the fucking world breaks down <laughs> yeah. when he's for even a second. Yeah, not Will Smith. I feel like if people meet him and that he's not like the Will Smith, that they'd day, be like, what the fuck. Like, Oh, you lied to me. Yeah, like, you, no, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to get trying to pay for my groceries. I didn't lie to you. What the fuck? I'm just trying to pay for my groceries. I'm just that kinko. Do I insert like or do I tap or do I swipe? Like I'm trying to figure this out. You want to take a video? Like no. Yo. Um. Okay. So so moving on to other shit. Um. Uh. So uh. J Lo, Ben, engaged. Yo. I guess it's for real this time. Ben Affleck. Yeah. King. King Affleck. I, you see, you have a different take. Than Love I Ben Affleck. You have a different take. I like Batman versus Superman. I liked his rend- rendition of Batman. I liked him in Deep Water. I believe the film we um, reviewed on the podcast recently. Um, yes, the, you, people don't like that movie. It's it's weird. Like I, I check out some um, of my the last thirty yeah, minutes was dog shit. Let's be real I, about I that. The right. first thirty minutes was really really good. Um, either way, it's hard not to like Ben Affleck. Other than G, I hope they don't do another one. I, they should never do another movie again. Now, there's a little bit of a stretch where I don't think Ben was getting favorable. Uh, um, well, yeah. So he said, like, in Hollywood, he was going through, like, um, this is when he was dealing with alcoholism. Yeah. And he was, like, kind of, like, separating from, you know. This was after, like. Um, Hillary Swank. Wait, was, was, it, was he married was to he Hillary? Was he? Was it no, Hillary Swank? Was he? Did he hit Hillary Swank? No, no, no. Who's his wife? I'm Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah. Okay. I got those I was two like, mixed up. <laughs> 
You remember that episode of The Office? Like, is Sarah Reese White? I still no, just keep going. I wonder how she feels about care. that. Has she ever commented on I, it? She, I don't care. <laughs> I think she's good. I, I, I think she's good. I know Dangerous Waters. Good when I, Not hot, though. Let's just go. Let's just go. I, I don't want to get into this. I can't leave it alone. <laughs> controversial. One day, the stuff I say is going to get me fired. Yeah. But anyway, um, I love Ben Affleck. Um, I think he's a good actor. I think he's a great like um, writer, director, creator. The accountant, love the accountant. Uh, fuck There's so many Ben Affleck movies I really enjoy. Sure. Um, and yo, talk about Boomerang. When you throw that thing and it come back like ten years later. <laughs> yeah. And, come on. And I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that she's better now, but Jen- um, Jennifer Lopez has graced or has aged with grace. So, so, so far as we know, like I don't like. There's, just, I feel like when we look at like. I mean, I don't Especially know. I've like seen Hollywood her post movies. some bikini pictures and like. But I feel like we can get very, uh, and I'm not, look, all due respect, and I'm not commenting on her or her, her looks necessarily, but what I am saying is, is that I feel like, and there's like weird thing now where like actors or actors, mostly speaking actresses over like a certain age of like maybe 40 something, um, I see like articles all the time for them of like specifically like, oh my God. Look at her. She's in this bikini, or she's in this whatever, and it's just like, I, I don't know. It's like this weird obsession with uh, older women, uh, as if to say like these are the exceptions to the rules. And it's just like, why? Like what? Like I don't see them like Will Smith is damn near. You know, might be even be over fifty. Tom Cruise is well, although Tom Cruise is starting not to age. He, the yeah, effort yeah. is starting. He's getting start. younger for some reason. <laughs> Huh? Did you see the trailer? You, we both saw the no, trailer. No, no, no. I saw, I saw the, but I'm, saying, I'm talking about, Maverick. and he shot that, like, that's like three or four years ago that they shot that because of the pandemic and all yeah. that shit. But, uh, but seeing pictures of him now, I'm like, yo, fam, I don't know, man. Yeah, you might want to. You still look like. Yeah. No, no, not even, like, it's, it's like you can kind bad? of, yeah, you can kind of tell, like, wait, what the fuck yeah, is like going you can on? You can only slow this? aging for so yeah. long. <laughs> like, like, I don't know who you're sacrificing. you drink in the morning is eventually <laughs> going to start to wear off. Yeah, uh, that's what it kind of looks like. But anyways. Uh, and then you're going to see a photo of him in his age 20 years. And like yeah, and you're days. like, wait. Uh, <laughs> that's not Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Tony Somebody Stark. Else. Remember that serum Tony was taking to stop the, the, the metal from like going into his veins? And he was, Tony was about to die and then yeah. like um, uh, 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 fucking Samuel L. Jackson's character yeah, gave him the, the serum little, at the, the, the silver joint. At the I remember diner. that joint was like thick and silver. Yeah. It was like, was like oh, listen, we got it. We saved <laughs> it. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, celebrities stop aging at a certain point. Well, they have got the best doctors and surgeons and makeup artists, so they can do that. But um, you know, it, it's, it, it's nice to see this whole Benefer thing back in play. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so Ben and Ben and J Lo back together. Uh, also, I guess, you know, something that, that boomeranged uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, you know, it showed for. Is it I back? Forget, uh, it's going to be back. Uh, so Yo, it's confirmed Larry for David a twelfth season. Not age. He's been he's been old. He's been eighty nine for yeah. literally like five decades. Um, did you see? Uh, remember the um his wife in the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, she still looks young as fuck too. Oh. I don't whatever, know, whatever serum whatever that uh, they were eating on Tom set, Cruise got. Yeah, they must have had that Jamaican food on set. If you, if you listen to the last episode, you'll get that joke. For sure. Uh, I don't even get that joke. And I, I was here for the episode. Remember how someone, as long as there's Jamaican food on the set, you know, you know it's a good movie? I must have been drunk, dude. I, I, I did not remember that at all. 
but well, shout out to Jamaica. I don't think he did. That joke was always in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Listen, anything, he just had it loaded Anything up. Jamaican I love. So I'm always like pro-Jamaica. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's Jamaican food anywhere, love it. It's the best. Yeah. Jamaican music. It's Jamaican the best. People. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the best. Uh, you know, I, I yeah, anyways, I, I, I don't necessarily have the same. It's not, it's not that I, I'm not proud of, of my Nigerian heritage. It's just I don't have that same like. Everything we do is the best. Like I, I don't have that, but I don't have that about anything. Like yeah. I don't have that about like the U.S. Like I'm not like the U.S. is just great at. I'm like, no, we're not. We're not great at everything. Uh, yeah. we're, we're in fact we're we're pretty deficient in a lot of areas. Like like it's it's like I'm willing to admit that. No, no, we've got some improvements that could be made. You know, and I feel like and and I used to think that I kind of just felt like that about uh, uh, Nigeria, but I don't. I, I feel that way. Pretty much about everything. Like, yeah, I've never. You know, I'm never up too here high. in America. Definitely does. Um, like your connection to like where you're from originally. It it, it is a little and, bit different. Well, and it, and it might be different because I I wasn't actually born in Nigeria. So maybe if I was born in Nigeria, like I would have some yeah. sort of deeper sense of like of like wanting to like I need to nationalism know, like, yeah. of 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 Nigeria. But I but but again, I was born in the U.S. and I ha- I'm not like I'm not you know America. Like I don't yeah. I don't really care. I'm like whatever. Okay. See, I don't know. I feel like I've always like, even though I was, even though I came here when I was very young, I feel like I've always kind of like maintained that like love of like Jamaica and all things Jamaican. Yeah. And like food, you know, our culture, our music, uh, you know, everything Jamaica. I love it. Um, and fortunately, for such a small little island, we've produced a lot of great shit. So yeah, it's, it's a lot to be proud of. You know what I mean? There's a lot that's come out of some Jamaica, of the best rappers yeah, yeah. in the in the world are Jamaican. You know what I mean? Biggie. Pac's mother is uh, half Jamaican. Uh, oh, like, yeah. Buster Rhymes' parents are Jamaican. You yeah, know what I mean, we yeah, got yeah. the fastest man in the world, to, and we got the fastest woman in the world. Okay. Well, and I want to cut you off here. You're, 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 <laughs> anyway, you're, let's you're keep going, going off the deep end of, uh, of Listen, I, I had a whole list. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Uh, but uh, but anyways, Curb Your Enthusiasm back for, for a 12th season um, that it's been confirmed. Uh, so, yeah, talk about things boomeranging. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm was off the air for, I think, like something like 10 seasons or 10 years or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe even more than that. And then all of a sudden, it's just like it's back and it just keeps going. It's just like we're never going to stop. There's like, so much content. Is there I mean, so much? It's he's been doing the same thing for like the last like almost twelve seasons. But like I mean, just life in general gives you content. It's just like Larry changed, David being right? a dick. So now seasons. it's gonna be like curb your enthusiasm. But now it's gonna be inclu- like they're gonna incorporate like fucking TikTok and TikTokers. But I don't and, think like, and I like I feel like but uh, the current presidency and like shit going on in the world. There is big the style of the show. Yeah, it fits any it any sort of gives area. You, yeah, yeah. The content is just readily available. Yeah, but but I think that that's kind of the not I don't have an issue with Kirby and he's like uh, and, and uh, you know um, hands to the sky here like I don't I actually haven't watched all of Kirby enthusiasm especially all all of the later seasons I got to about season four and then I had to stop the reason why I had to stop is because my perception of humanity at that point was like at an all time low uh, like, that's my favorite time yeah I. Like I didn't think that much of humanity after it was. I felt pretty much at, like I did after watching Breaking Bad. I watched Breaking Bad and Mad Men back to back, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I no longer believe in humanity." Break, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, "Everybody's terrible. Yeah. Everybody does shitty things, and we're no no good can ever come from humanity." Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bad people in both terrible, shows. terrible people. <laughs> uh, and then I watched Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. I don't know why I said it weird like that, but I watched Kirby Enthusiasm, and I was just like, "I can only watch so much of this before I'm just like." We're we're just all terrible. Like we're we're terrible because he does 
every fucking episode, he's just the worst person. And yet we like, we you look know at why him as I like, love Larry David's character in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Mm -hmm. It's because like he has, he's kind of like me in a sense. No, right? I, I, I'm I kind of like him. Like, I say. want to say the inappropriate <laughs> thing. Like the yeah. thing that everyone's thinking, but it's like rude or disrespectful, inappropriate to say. Like, I'm like, can I say it? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's like what makes me happy is making yeah. other people uncomfortable or saying shit that's like not politically correct. So I can't wait for Kirby Enthusiasm. I'm happy yeah. Larry David's still alive to do it because he's old as fuck. Yeah. So season 12, is it like just season 12 or did they renew it for like two or three more seasons or something? I think like they're that? just doing season by season uh, at this point. But uh, yeah, I think it's just season 12. Uh, yeah, you can't really sign Larry David up no, for like a four-year contract. No, that's a weird commitment. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like he'll just be like, yeah, I don't feel like coming back. I or... And we, we all know how he stepped away from his documentary, right? Like, we, they were literally, like, a day or two away from putting out the documentary. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's not put that out. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And then he was just like, all right, I guess we're just not putting it out. Do up. we still get paid? I'm assuming people's, uh, the check's still cleared. But, uh, you know, that remains to be seen. Yo, whoever was, like, like really, like, you know, we're going to publish this thing. Like, we own the rights to this thing. And then he's just like, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. They we're like, fuck. Yeah. What do you do? Where did all the money go? It just disappeared. I don't know. Damn. Someone was stuck with that bill. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, so so uh, we're getting season twelve of of Kirby Enthusiasm. Um, so that there there's something to look forward to there. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of speed along here. Um, as to stay on schedule because we have a habit of not staying on schedule. Yeah, your fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, <laughs> last week it was especially true. Uh, uh, I, I just like I, to, you know, listen, I, it makes me makes me feel better to blame it on you. Right? That's fair. Just like what I do in my personal life. <laughs> blame it's on your other. fault. It's your fault, not my fault. Um, so uh, we're going to check out a uh, trailer here in a sec. Um, but uh, right before we get there, dude, is there anything that you've watched recently? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you watching Ooh, right now? What's you your... are going to be disgusted with me. Oh, God. Is it Love Island? It's, it's on, not on Pornhub. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. went back to season one. Oh, my God. Why? Oof. Because we hate ourselves. <laughs> so it's like, Ugh. it's a weird form of like punishment. And so, what, what is it called? Like the masochist? Is it a masochist? Sexual so. punishment or whatever? Yeah. It's a weird form of punishment. Like let's yeah. watch these people in the UK from 2016 Yuck. make bad decisions. Um, but it has and been. Because it's, it's not even like the sharpened, like they've got the technique oh, down and no, everything. This it's is like. like this is they're producing the show by the day. It's like, uh, okay, we kind of fucked up yesterday, but like, let's do something different today. Yeah. Um, it is very different from like the seasons you may have watched. Um, some, a lot of shit I don't like. A lot of shit. Well, I'm glad in later seasons they did away with that, but it's still like a good show overall. Um, yeah. So yeah, doing that. Insecure. Um, Ooh, how's Insecure going for you? I think I'm in like season three or something like that. Are you liking? I fucking it? love this show. Yo, yeah, the, you, 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 for the longest time. I'd mentioned insecurity and be like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Because, like, I just, I felt like I'd missed it. I'd missed the it wave. It just finished. Like, yeah, but like, I would, at season six. And it's only five like, it's only, it's only, it only has five seasons. Like, five, I gotta yeah, understand okay. if something has, like, like Harry Potter, we talked about, right? And I was like, yeah, I have books. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's a commitment there if I'm committing to a fucking, you know, Harry Potter, either the books or the movies. I don't know what um, it was, but I was just like, oh, yeah. I just kind of felt like I was too late. Like I felt like okay. all the insecure jokes on like Instagram and Twitter were already told, and I'm just like, 
uh, I already knew about. Damn, this nigga Lawrence is he be tripping. And Yo, Issa be tripping. man. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I, and their relationship. I already knew about Issa and Lawrence's relationship, and like yeah, you know, yeah. before I even watched the show, because yeah, of all the a lot of debates, tweets and shit. a lot of debates yeah. about. Issa. But um, where, where are you? What do you? What team are you on? What um, team do you rap? Issa has a good heart, but she ain't shit. I feel like she's human. Yeah, I feel like everybody. What what that show is great at doing is painting humans. Very true. Yeah. Um, and I know like Lawrence gets a lot of shit, but like he's also very human. Yeah, um, you see, so that's why I feel like you can't like I I know people were picking teams, and this that's what we love to do as people. Because what a lot of people would say is like Lawrence is a simp. You know what I mean? Oh, Issa cheated on him, so like you a bitch if you take her back. I feel I feel like that's that's the hallmark of a very um and honestly, I kinda like this combo. Like, let's, men let's, let's stay here for yeah, a second. Let's men expect second. women to forgive infidelity. But whenever the woman is unfaithful or steps out, as a man, you're viewed as like a simp. But or again, a clown this is like, and again, I, I swore we were gonna talk about Will Smith again. But th- I feel like this is why when that all that shit happened at the Oscars. Why I was saying this is such this is the prime example of toxic masculinity because it's at any cost I cannot I cannot have my manhood checked or I can't have my like my so called you know um, my manhood uh, um, tested or I, I don't know I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for but it's just like at any cost I have to be aggressive and I and I can't let anybody get one over on me you know and it's just like. When you when you deal with things like cheating and things like that, now I personally I don't think I could ever. I don't think I could ever put up with anybody cheating on me. Not, yeah, be, not I listen, because I listen to too much future. I'm not. <laughs> I mean Valentine's Day the worst. Yeah. Day. <laughs> um, but it, it it's it doesn't come from a place of, oh nobody can disrespect me. It I, I feel like it's um, it, it's it's more about like if if you. If you're not getting what you need out of the relationship, and you, uh, and then you, you know, you're 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 you not getting enough, so that you step out with somebody else, then that means that there's something lacking that we don't have here. That I just at that point, I feel like if you can't come to me and we can't work it out, and that's what you feel like you need to go do, yeah, then like it's it, at that point, I, I feel like what are we fighting for? Now I understand accidents happen, things like that, but I also think that I know myself enough. To know that I'm not going to get in, I know the risk. Yeah. There, there's like a risk meter with everybody, and it's just like I keep that risk meter with the person I'm with. Like I, I'm in that relationship because I know that risk meter is low in terms of um, the uh, the likelihood that they'll step out because of their personality, right? Yeah. Like I don't think I put myself in those situations to be with somebody who's just like you're more likely than not, you know, to uh, yeah to, to step out. I heard a great quote one time. I think this was like during an interview. And it was a man and a woman. I don't know what show this was. I don't know when it was filmed. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. But I, I just heard like a, a 30 second snippet of it, right? And the woman was talking about like, um, it was a relationship show. And the woman was basically saying like, I'm afraid to be in a relationship because I'm afraid of someone cheating on me, right? Yeah. And the guy she was speaking to, he was like, never be afraid of like, if someone is going to cheat on you. What you should be afraid of is how you're going to respond to it, right? Because that is the true tell of who you are. Because you cannot control somebody else's actions. Whether yeah, you, sure. whether you see it coming, right, that can be said about literally anything. Sure, right? but like, whether you don't see it coming or you see it coming, like you cannot control anyone's actions. So I'm never really like worried about like my girlfriend cheating on me. What I'm worried about is like if it happens, 
Will I respond with anger? Will I internalize the emotion somehow? Will I not? Like, how will I respond? And the way you should respond is to like take a second, think about, hey, like, what do I want? Like, is is am I? Can we work through this? Can we not work through this? Um, and not be like fake to yourself because if you know you can't handle it, leave the relationship. If you know you're strong enough, you know, I'm not. I use strong lightly. Yeah. If you know you're strong enough, then maybe you stay. I don't know. And it's different for everybody, but like. What you should, and I feel like this is in all situations, not just in relationships, even yeah. in work situations, right? It is not what happens, it is how you respond to what happens that really matters and like dictates who you are and like what happens next. Yeah, like a hundred percent, but I think that you can also, um, be, because like, uh, so I don't think I'd, I, I don't think generally speaking, I, I'd react with like anger so much as just like, nah, this is over. Like for me at that point, like I feel like I know myself enough to know like, yeah, no, I don't think I yeah. don't think whatever's there is probably not. There I know anymore. me, I would carry that shit, and then like I know it would, I would then use it to validate my own bad behavior. Yeah, you know, and and I don't, and I don't, I also don't want to get into a battle of that because yeah. this is like at that point it's just like what the you fuck are we wrong. doing? I'm yeah, do you wrong, wrong, but I'm gonna level up because yeah. like you know I, I'm in Miami. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I like I, and so like when it when it comes to the whole Issa or uh, Lawrence, thing, I don't fault either one of them. No, I don't. I, th- I think the, it was a perfect storm, you know, uh, but but I do commend them. Like as people, I do appreciate how uh, um, they tried at least to, yeah. to, to make s- certain things work, you know, whether it, and I'll, I'll let you get to the end to see if it, you know, if it even approaches something that they're able to do anything with it. But uh, but what I can say is, is that it, if I were in that particular situation, yeah, I don't think I would be. Yeah, I, I think I would kind of go the Lawrence route of just be like, especially at first, of just being like, nah, fuck this. You know, I mean, I know they, you know, eventually try to like kind of like, I don't know if, I don't know where you're at in season. I don't even, I can't remember what happened in season. So three. literally the last episode I watched is when, uh, so Issa's trying to put on the festival in Inglewood because yeah. they went to like Coachella or some shit like that. Yeah. And then she ran into Lawrence at like the film festival and she's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like, you know, it was good to see. And you could tell they were like flirting and vibing and had good energy despite everything that happened. So I feel like what's going to happen next is like they're going to get back together. They're going to try it out for whatever reason. It's not going to work because maybe it's just like bad chemistry. Yeah. Like, I feel like as two people, like, oh, I like you so much. You like me so much. And like from a, across the street, it's like, yo, this thing could work. But like once you, once I cross that street, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, there's something that just isn't right. Yeah, so yeah, eh, we'll see. But uh, watching Insecure, great show. Fucking love that show. Yeah, uh, as well as Moon Knight. Yeah, I mean, we're s- second episode of Moon Knight now. I think uh, the third episode's coming out this week. I think it's just okay, dude. I don't. There's nothing about it that's like tremendously exciting for me. If I, yeah. and I, I guess I'm in the minority. I think there are a lot of people who. I thoroughly disagree. You love it? I love Moon Knight. I love what they're doing with it. I like the, how the story is being told. Huh. Um, it's like it's like chaotic and quirky and charming, but like all the Marvel shit you still want is there. And they're telling four different character stories. They're telling Mark's story. They're telling Steven's story. They're telling Moon Knight's story. And they're telling Mr. Moon's story all at the same time. And they're doing it very well. So I appreciate so that's that. That's the part of it that I would disagree. I don't know if they're doing any one. I think maybe Steven, obviously, since he's been the one we've been tracking from the start, mm-hmm. uh, from the jump, I, I, I suppose that they're following his story pretty intently and they're kind of telling a full fledged story with that. 
but I would argue that with everybody else, not so much, yeah. which is fine. So Stephen is Mr. Uh, Stephen is Mr. Knight, right? He's yeah. the the blazer, not blazer. What is it called? The the vest and the lapel and and the tie, blah blah blah. Mark is Moon Knight. Um, so I like how they're, you know, there's there's it's like a V, right? There's Stephen and Mark, and then there's Mr. Knight and Moon Knight, and like, I, I feel I feel like they're telling those two stories. Um, at the same time, but and they're doing both justice. But are are we like right now? Like, if I were to tell you, uh, ask you, like, who's Mark? I mean, you, you'd be able to say, like, well, I guess he was a Mark's uh, a he's a former like military yeah um, but, but, assassin. But, but like, what he like, what his motivations are, those type of things. Now in episode two, they kind of got more into that, and I understand yeah. that as this sort of goes along, that they'll be reviewed uh, or they'll be explored. Well, I'm cheating though because I've read like. I'm very familiar with this character in the comics and yeah. like how the different characters are portrayed and so on and so on. So I feel like what, what I love about it is that it's been consistent with what I know about the characters and like the comics. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that, I mean, and I usually don't feel this way. Like I, so for instance, um, I, I really like Loki uh, and mm-hmm. I'm not at all, I, love I never Loki. really, I never read, you know, Thor comics or, you know, really anything that had to do yeah. with like Loki. So, so, but I was still able to like appreciate it. Um, even Falcon and a Winter Soldier, I, to some degree, I, I appreciate it. I don't think it was quite as good as uh, as I was hoping it would be, but um, not that I really was expecting too much from it. What I'm trying to say is, I can connect with the Marvel material without being tremendously familiar with the source material, right? Yeah. Um, and with this Moon Knight, I don't. I like I like this. I like the premise for it, but I don't necessarily care for the execution um just as a just in and of itself yeah um now i'm willing like i'm I'm i don't hate it like i'm not gonna like you know stop watching it or anything like that but i just i feel like the hype around it 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 gives me shades of wandavision where everybody was hyping the fuck out of wandavision i hated and then i i I, I, I really didn't even hate it i just thought it was okay compared to how everybody was was hyping it up uh i hate it i watched it on fast forward I hated it. Oh my god! I was so thankful it was over. But like, I knew I needed to watch it to understand Doctor Strange. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what I'm watching right now, I just went back and I'm in the middle of watching. Uh, and as you know, you make fun of me for watching like all this old shit. Uh, Angel. I, I just recently went back and <laughs> picked up Angel. Uh, dude, I fucking love that show, man. It's 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 a great show. Um. I think the, one of the reasons why I went back, so I just, I, I started something new recently, literally actually today. Um, and I think what I try to do when I'm trying, when I'm doing something new, I try, I feel like I try to offset it with something old. Like I feel I like I try thing, to put yeah. myself in, I, I try to ground myself versus just like, I'm doing something new. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. I try to like offset that with like putting myself in a, like a, not an old mentality, but just like, something familiar no you know? i know exactly what you mean because yeah. like bro I, I don't know what it is but over the past like week or two i've watched blade one two or three like i, I watched <laughs> blade two the other night for the second time within like the past two weeks <laughs> why i don't know uh, i was I, I remember just, i remember just sitting on the couch and i'm like all right for the guy who doesn't watch any old shit yeah i remember i was sitting on the couch and i'm just like all right i'm gonna watch a show and i think what show was i watching i was finishing something up um well, I, I think I was, I was like, I'm going to watch a show. But right now, I don't feel like watching a show. I just want to watch a movie that I don't have to be, like, super connected to. 
and I was searching for movies, and I'm like, oh, should I watch this? Fucking Argo. Should I watch fucking uh, the Last Train to Busan? Should I watch this random shit? And in all the things I found, I was like, yo, the only thing that really piqued my interest was Blade Two, and I'm like, but damn, I watched this shit like a week ago, two weeks ago. Hit play. I don't give a fuck. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's go. And then after that, I like started watching a show, but I needed that like. I needed to like connect myself to something familiar before I can like all right, now I'm ready for something new. Yeah. Um yeah, uh so uh, I started watching um uh Angel. Uh and again, like there there's like a lot of things that you can gather from watching old shit, especially like when you have some distance. So it's been a while since I've I've gone back and watched it. Um and uh, there are different things that I'm picking out of it. Like it's, it's one of these things where uh, I find the show as tragic because it's, uh, uh, yeah, there's something going on. There's some, there's some, a little yeah, bit of feedback yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm trying to see if I don't think it's my mic. It might be yours. Um, some like yeah. light tapping here and there. Yeah, but uh, we persist nonetheless. Yeah, we persist. Uh, so. It's it's tragic because it's about how, um, and I, I hate to be pull a Vin Diesel, but it's about family essentially, uh, and how when we're in a family, we can do horrible things to one another, right? But we can also bounce back from that, you know. But what's so tragic about Angel is that uh, so the, it actually it felt like it got sh- cut short because they were in the middle of their fifth season, and then the they basically I guess got word down they thought maybe we'd go on for another season or two. Um, and then they just, you know, they're like, no, this is it. We're going to cancel you guys. Uh, so they uh, like rushed through. So it felt, final, it yeah, felt yeah. rushed, you know, the, the, like they basically had to wrap everything up in the final like five episodes. Um, and uh, they weren't, it didn't seem like they were prepared for that at all at the time. Uh, also, uh, one of the main characters, Cor- uh, um, Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia, she apparently, and we talked about this with the whole Joss yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Um, where she was pregnant um, in, the, I guess, in the fourth season. And she uh, she apparently wasn't, I guess, asked to come back or they basically were just like, yeah, we're just not going to have you back, which is criminal um, because for one, she's such a good she was such a good. And no she disrespect like to her. She integral she, part. I don't know show. if she's I don't know if she's a great actress, but I know she's perfect for this role for this role mm-hmm. in this show. She, she was the heart of the show, essentially, you know, um, and the fact that they didn't have her back was just like. What the fuck are we doing here? You know, um, so the the reason why I find it to be a tragic show is because it actually kind of mirrors life in a way. Of sometimes shit happens in life where things are like this would be perfect, but it just doesn't come back together as yeah. it should. You yeah. know, like it's, it's like the thing is perfect, but the time is wrong. Yeah, like so, or you can think about like friendships, or even uh, even if it's like a family, you know, type of situation where. Or, or, or and maybe I'll just stick with friendships because that's what essentially this, you know, it's a basically a group of friends who get together and basically just start fighting crime and shit. Yeah. Not crime, but fucking demons and vampires and all this other shit, right? Um, but uh, it, it reminded me of getting older, you know, that as we get older, you know, friendships start to drift away. You know, somebody moves over here. Maybe somebody does something fucked up to somebody else and they just never really make up. And then suddenly 20 years has passed and shit like that. And it's just, I find that incredibly sad yeah. Um, because it's, that's, that's real life. Some shit just happens, you know, and, and, and it's never quite the same, you know? Um, and as I'm watching the show, 
like I, I, I like it's, I'm honing in on that, you know, and especially as I get older and uh, some of these friendships are going away. Some of these, are you like relationships- watching old shows and like, you're kind of like thinking back to how you were then and how you are now and like how your life is. Yeah. I, I think, that, I think that, I think I do that in general, but I think that specifically with angel, I like, I, I, I dread watching it. I love this show, but I yeah. dread watching it. Cause I know it's going to remind you it's, or, or not that it's going to, well, sort of that it's going to remind you, but like, I know those times are coming in the show where it's just like, whether it was for, for some real, like with Charisma Carpenter, with her getting pregnant and, and then I guess not being asked to come back for the, for the fifth season. Um, or there's a very specific thing that happens with one of the characters where uh, he betrays the, the side of character, Angel, um, and their relationship is just never the same after that, yeah. you know? Uh, in some ways, it, it maybe sometimes gets a little stronger, but it like, it just... It just it's never really the fucking same after that, you know, like in the show, like they just they know after there's before this point and then there's after this point and it's never quite the same. And yeah. I think that and I think that that's why I value so much giving yourself a chance in life, you know, uh, not doing anything so damaging that it just fucks up everything, you know, because I feel like certain things you do, you it's not that you can't come back from, but it's just like things aren't the same. Like yeah. after you do this thing everything's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, you can put it back together, but it's never quite the same. again. I have to be thankful that like, I, or maybe I'm just unaware of it. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I can't think of a moment in my life where I'm like, I was never the same after this. Yeah. Thing. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But I'm thankful that like, I've not had that moment yet where it's like, I'll never be the same person. And like, not in a good way. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you fall in love and you're like, I'll never be the same person again. Now I'm in love. Or, you know, I've had a child, but it's like even that is not like it is. It doesn't changed. alter the DNA of who it hasn't you are. changed yeah. me at my core. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm a father now, right? And I've I've kid, but like I'm still very much like who I was. Like yeah. I'm not like well, I'm a parent now. That's my identity. It's, yeah. it's a little bit different. Um, maybe maybe it's a good thing, or maybe I'm just unaware of that the, the way thing that, that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do feel like the reason I've been watching Blade a lot lately is because everyone around me, you know, you, you know, you're watching Angel, you you like Buffy, my girlfriend likes Vampire Diaries. Everyone <laughs> around me, everyone <laughs> around me watches shitty vampire shit, and I'm just like, every, wait, 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 wait. Have, time, you, have you ever actually watched Angel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Wait, what? So why do you think it's shitty? Because it was shitty. Why was it shitty? Because it was. Like it's like it's like Seven Eleven pizza, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, now we I know these know aren't that. fresh ingredients. Like it's shitty, <laughs> but it's a dollar. So like, wait, wait, wait. So, so what's a good vampire story? If it were t- Blade, is a Blade a good? Oh my god, get the fuck out of my face! He's dude. the Daywalker. Shut <laughs> get so, the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you tell me that you rewatched Blade Three and you can still with a straight fucking face. Listen, Blade Three is <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh, as we just talked about, some, some things you just never come back. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Maybe it was Blade Three when I watched it. I'll never be the same again. But um, every time I watch like a shitty vampire show or movie, they, I cannot help but to think, I wish Blade would just come through and slaughter all of these motherfuckers Jesus, and right. just kill everybody in oh, Mystic you'll, Falls. You'll, you'll soon get your uh, get your wish. Edward fucking Buffy. She's not, she didn't really do her job too well. Let Blade come in and. Blade the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> show would have been one season. Everyone would have been dead. There would have, there would have been no angel. You see, but there's no... There, the reason why I don't necessarily care for the, like, the Blade movies, uh, there's a little bit of nuance there, but there's not enough nuance for me. I, I feel like as I'm, as I'm going back through uh, 
Angel, what I, the plot line that I'm really sort of honing in on outside of just like the the tragedy of it all is uh, is this idea of uh, and it's been one that I've been writing about that I've been just wrestling with for like the longest time now, which is and I didn't know this at the time of watching this. This is all the way back in like 2004 is when it ended, I think. Yeah, I think it ended in 2004, uh, somewhere 2003, 2004. Um but the idea of determinism versus free will, right? Is everything that we do determined, you know, for us uh, ahead of time? Like, are we just the natural conclusions to this unwinding story since the beginning of time? Uh, you know, like since like the Big Bang, right? Has every is everything that's happening was it always just meant to happen because it all started and it's just unfolding this way, or do we have free will? Can we determine our own? fate you know can we determine our own future uh and that's one aspect of it that i appreciate from but when i watch blade i just see him killing vampires like i don't really yeah, see too much to me that's free will right <laughs> yeah. like when will smith slapped chris rock i don't think that was determined by god a thousand no, lifetimes but, but, it, but it doesn't even mean i, I guess that there's there are those out there uh, uh i'm not one of those people who's like oh everything that is like it's all a part of like God's plan. No, but you see, planned. it's but but this is not necessarily. It, it's different than that in that it's not saying that it was determined by like God. It's just saying that everything like there was no other way that this could have turned out other than the way it it, it has because it all unfolded from the same event. You know what I mean? Like so, it's saying that if if you if we rewound the clock to the Big Bang, right, and it happened again. Everything would happen literally exactly the same because it all came from the same place. Yeah. No. I mean, I think, in my opinion, I think your story is like rewritten by based off of the decisions you make, right? And if you make one decision differently, especially like some of the bigger, more important decisions, right? Like, let's say you get into two colleges and you decide to go to one versus the other, I feel like your story changes. It has to change. No, but, the, but see, you're going to meet different people. You're going to be in different classes. You're going to be in a different physical location. That's where, a, no, no, it's, but but you're you're talking like, uh, so you're, you're, I think, that's more of my thought process is that like, uh, we can choose, that we have choice, right, in, in what we do. But what a hard determinist would say is, is that literally, even if you have two choices and you choose one, it was always like predetermined. You were always destined to choose to, one. And, and, and it's different from the uh, sort of like the the godly way of looking at it, of like God determined this for me, right? It's like, no, it's just like, it's just literally, this is the natural conclusion. And it's saying that th that's determined because um, your everything, like whether it's your predisposition in terms of just like who, like the DNA and shit like that that was combined in order to make you, yeah. as well as your experiences have all like, even if even if you have the choice of like, hey, I wanted to eat pizza for lunch today, right? That is like conditioning from years of, maybe you've seen ads for fucking pizza, maybe, uh, maybe you just ate a lot of pizza as a kid and then to the natural conclusion of, Okay, today you decided to eat pizza, not because you're just like, I just randomly want to eat pizza, but because somewhere in your mind that decision, like, so the way to think about it is like, uh, you're not, as you make sort of these decisions, it's not you that's like the idea of us. Yeah. It's not, we're, we're like, who is actually making that decision in our brain? Like, if I was just like, hmm, 
I want some whatever it is, right? I want some candy or whatever. Like, I want some fucking Skittles, as we talked about before. Uh, who's actually, like, making that decision? Like, I, because I'm just randomly, if I'm thinking I'm just randomly making that decision, where the fuck does that come from? Like, is that just, yeah. is that, <laughs> like, what, where does that decision get, like, but that decision gets made somewhere in my brain that happens and a determinist would say that, yeah, it's because of just all this other shit that happened before that led to this, you know, um, versus a certain person who would really believe in, you know, sheer free will of just like, yeah, like, no, you're just making that choice spontaneously in this moment. Yeah. I think people think too much. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's why like, you like God Blade. God damn. That's why you like Blade, yeah. Stop <laughs> thinking and just fucking live and enjoy. Like, I feel like in America... Everything has to be, there has to be a word for everything, right? Oh, you're this type of way? Oh, you're a fucking, what was it, what were you calling? A thinkist? Um, <laughs> a, a determinist? <laughs> yeah. Right? And, oh, you're the other way. That means yeah. you're a, what is the other thing? Free will. A, a free willist. Free will. Right? And it's like, yo, no, bitch. Like, I just, I was hungry. <laughs> no, I got bitch. a pizza. Like, no, no. I, okay. So, you know I mean? so this is, you, 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 I'm make, a hungriest. you make an interesting point. So, my contention is that, uh, even if determinism is real and there's nothing we can do to avoid, like we're just on this path and there's nothing, it was always going to be this way. I feel, I still feel like even if you know that, unless you know what the grand master plan is, it doesn't really fucking matter. So why don't you just live your life as if you had free will? (laughs) That's so that, so I think we are in agreement there. So like my girlfriend, she's big on like, she's like, Oh, like we're so different in so many ways. And it's like, I like to think about the future and what happens in the afterlife, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care <laughs> at all. Yeah. I don't like why why do I care about something that has not happened yet that may never happen, right? Yeah. So like what I will do, I care about now. The decisions I make now, how I feel now, the people you know, I live now. Interesting. And then Angel actually has a quote about this really? uh, where he says uh um uh if nothing that we do matters then all that matters is what we do. And uh, I've always tried to like think about like exactly what was meant by that line, but the the gist of it that I bring out of it now is is that look, if we're saying all this means nothing at the end of the day, then all that matters is the individual things that we do because that's all what, we got. That's all, all we that, got right now. Exactly. Right? <laughs> if nothing matters then what, all that really matters is like what you do and yeah. and the things that matter to you. So you should live your life based off of the things that matter to you. The yeah. people you love, the things but you But I, I think blah, blah, there's blah. certain people that struggle with that. Because, uh, so me in my life, I have a particular thing that like is like a goal. Like, mm-hmm. I there's a thing that I want to do, right? And that I'm like that. I'm has I, that goal reshaped it, over time? Was it the same goal ten years ago? Honestly, yeah. Which I find incredibly sad, but yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it was essentially like the same goal, right? Which is ultimately like I want to direct and I want to make movies, right? Yeah, uh, that that's like my goal, right? But I've taken a very stupid path in trying to get there right uh now i'm i'm kind of happy with with where the direction that that's going in uh, uh, now it's still in a roundabout way but i I still feel like eventually like i'll I'll get to where i'm trying to go um but uh but I, i think that other people struggle because they don't have like that same thing that they don't the reason why you'd wonder about the afterlife or things like that is because it's in this life you don't have like a goal here that you're like this is the thing that I'm trying to get to. And so I, feel, I don't, I don't feel sorry for those people necessarily, but like, I, I, I feel for them yeah. in, in terms of like, 
I feel, that has to actually kind of suck a little bit that you don't have like an aim here that you're trying to like fucking aim for. Because yeah. I hear people say that all the time. It's like, I don't have a I don't have a, I don't like have a passion or I don't have a thing that's like my thing. I've been, I've had many conversations with people who would say that, right? I don't have a passion, right? And it's like, it's several things happening there. Either it's like they haven't looked or tried hard enough or... I, see, this is something that I would say myself. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that that's true. I, I think I've kind of flipped how I feel yeah. about that. Or, or the other side is you just haven't found it yet and that's perfectly fine. Like, if you don't find your passion until you're 40, there's nothing wrong with that. If, if you don't find but it I, until you're 50... But I, but I also don't... I don't but that's a tough ask, right? To to have somebody be like, "Well, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do until I find my passion," and I'll, I'll probably find it in my, if I'm like fifty yeah. or something. But uh, you know, as so of right let's now, say you find your passion at forty, right? Yeah. Up until the time you're forty, you just, you know, and I'm not saying every day you have to prepare yourself for when the thing comes that you don't know it's coming, but just like focus on just being happy. You know, not but, that, but that's being, just it. When you when you talk about the basic idea of what life is, which is, uh, it's a complex sort of this like um th- it's like this hodgepodge of like different emotions and different things and we go through peaks and we go through valleys and things like that um and generally we're trying to be happy but it doesn't necessarily mean you're happy all the time right which yeah. is, is perfectly happiness fine. all the time it's is reckless yeah, it's yeah for children yeah, Let the, it, the, the, my, grow up yeah. <laughs> the fuck you want to be happy all the time <laughs> that, that, i don't even know if i want to be happy you're, all then the you're time. never happy yeah it, 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 because you know sometimes I mean? being sad, sometimes it's I what makes want you appreciate to being feel happy. sad, right? Yeah. Sometimes I'm, if I'm angry, I'm like, yo, fuck uh, it, I'm angry uh, right now. I, I, I pause there. I don't know if I want to be sad. I think that I understand that that's natural. <laughs> I, yeah, I think sometimes there's an appreciation for like sadness that we miss. Coming, like, coming from a person who like I am, you know, what they call like melancholy or, you know. Pour a little bit more, but I will. Hey, hey, careful! Just a little, just a little taste. Just not, just a little taste. Just all right, all right. But um, yeah, yeah, you lost I, your I, whole train of thought. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I, I got to save me. I got it back. <laughs> I'm not trying to save <laughs> you. Um, uh, I'm I for the longest time. I feel like I was sort of obsessed, not obsessed, but like in love with the idea of like oh like the broken artist or like you know somebody who's tragically wounded and like you know uh i feel like maybe that's what inspires you know good writing work or your and work. things like yeah. that yeah i don't think so I, I think that you go through shit in life and it's and it's good to reflect on that and to think about it and to think about it in like critical ways but i don't think that necessarily means like it's fun to be sad you know and i think that i used to think like that um but i think that the problem with that is is that you then can make weird associations, right? Then you can start thinking, like, just like you said, like, oh, it's good to be sad. I'm like, no, it's not. I don't think it's good to be sad. Uh, I think it's it, it's just an acceptance that sometimes you will be sad, you know? I think it's reality, right? For me, that's how I look at it. Like, in, realistically, sure. there are times you're going to be I think sad. I the same thing. Yeah, and I I appreciate that there are some people who, like, don't go through the range of emotions, right? Or who don't recognize their own emotions, right? And they can't, like, think back on hey this is how i felt at this time and here's why and i appreciate the fact that and this is just like self you know understanding yourself right i appreciate the fact that the emotions i go through and the ranges of emotions i go through like sometimes i understand it sometimes i don't understand it and that's it i don't need to understand why i don't understand no that's okay now we're getting we're not even talking about movies and shit you know i don't even care let's just ride this out let's just ride this out you're in for a different show Yeah, yeah yeah Uh, no, but I, I saw I, I can we can still tie this back into movies and shit. But um, oh, this is why 
everything everywhere all the time was so great. Is because it this conversation we're having? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll probably think back to this conversation yeah. when you're watching the movie. I'm not, but I'm not going to spoil it. Stop talking about the movie. Okay. I, got, okay. I don't, okay. don't want to build up any more in anticipation than I already have for it. Um, but uh, fuck, what was the last thing you just so said? What I said was, I do not always need to, like, if I feel oh, understand. the way and I understand ah, it, yeah. No, I think it's very critical, actually, to know why we feel, because... I feel like uh, it's arrogant. Do, do, uh, why do you feel like it's arrogant? So That's I feel an interesting like, way of looking at for it. example, the I'm not religious. Sure. And when I look at everything I've heard and I've read and I've seen about God and all these, you know, I feel like it's it's man who's created what we think God is, and then we've chosen to believe in what we think the thing is, right? So I feel like religion is kind of arrogant because it's like, how the fuck could you possibly know what it is that created us so that's, and blah, blah, blah. So, and I feel like to think that is arrogant. No. And to think that you can understand all of your emotions, why you feel the way you feel, why other people feel the way they feel. You can you can define everything. You can create a word for everything. It's arrogant. Some things are not meant to be understood. Sometimes you feel sad. You don't know why. You feel the way. Be thankful for those feelings and like the fact that you do have those feelings. Learn from it. Move on. But that's, but that's, just it. But that's, but that's a statement that people say often, which is learn from it. What, but what I also, is, maybe you don't learn. Maybe you just felt it. <laughs> maybe I feel like sometimes your emotions are just like the breeze. I don't know where it came from, but I felt it. No, but it, but it, but it, but it is good to understand because you have to interact with other people. It is good to understand where your emotions come from because sometimes you can interact with people and not. We were just talking about you know the relationship between Issa and Lawrence before, right? And how we would react in certain situations and the ability to understand how you're going to react. You even said it yourself, right? Um, it's not. It's not the event that happens itself. It's your reaction to the event that, yeah. that matters, right? So how else can we predict how we're going to react to a situation, right? How else can we manage? Like, so if something happens, right, you either can have techniques that you use to manage how you're going to react to it. It's, it's how people don't end up just like, you know, somebody could cut me off in traffic. I could fucking have road because Lord knows I can fucking have road rage. And it takes a little of me resetting myself to understand that's not what I want to do, you know, and I have little techniques of how I can get myself out of that, that headspace. So understanding my emotions can help guide me in terms of how I react to any sort of given situation, right? It doesn't mean that I'm going to be excellent in reacting to all situations. I'm not a fucking robot, but at the same time, I can help. It can help manage how I how I react, and that's where that's where understanding yourself and analyzing yourself mm -hmm. comes in handy. It's not just for the sake of doing it. It's so that when we have situations presented before us, it's not a mystery in terms of what we're going to give back in that situation, right? It's like, this thing just happened. I can understand how I'm, and and it's, it's, it's how people sort of can manage, like, especially when you have like anger issues. Yeah. It's how you can sort of manage that because it's like, all right, I'm not just, you know how people say, oh, I blacked out or I just, I just saw red or whatever. I feel like that's, and I, I know some people are going to hate that I say this, but I'm, it's a bit I'm of a like, cop out. It's a cop out, you know, because yeah. it's like, well, I just wasn't, I just didn't for that, you know, Will Smith probably said I blacked out, you know, when I went up there and slapped the shit out of Chris yeah. Rock. It's like, nah, I think you just, you, you lost control for a second and that was your excuse for losing control is that I just blacked out. I didn't, I don't, I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. But anyways. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I think like when you're interacting with other people, you should be more aware of like 
why do I feel the way I feel? What and like, I never really ask myself how. Like, I don't ask myself like, what do I feel? I ask myself, why do I feel the way I feel? Right? Like, is it? And it usually comes down to control, right? Because you can't always control. But how how do you how do you how do you how can you separate the two? How can you how can you not understand? Uh, what you're feeling if you don't understand how you or vice versa or you can't understand how you feel if you don't understand what you're feeling you know so look at the words you use yeah how and what yeah right i feel like isn't word, that what you just said um the word so the word i use is why or, right i, I, I know how i feel i know what made me feel the way i feel why did i feel the way i feel about what happened right and i feel like once you ask yourself once you continue to ask yourself why do i feel this way why does this, why did that word trigger me? Why did that person, why does that person have so much power over my emotions? Mm-hmm. Why does this situation cause me so much anxiety? Yeah. And you continue to ask yourself why. What you're going to find is that like sometimes there's an answer to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's not. And well, you have one, to be, One might argue, one might, but, but this is actually kind of, weirdly enough, this is actually a determinism versus free will conversation because uh, you're saying that there's no answer to it. And I think what I actually believe, or I guess what a determinist would believe, is that there's absolutely an answer for it. It's just you can't you can't get out of your own way to see it. Or you can't. But what if there is no answer? There, there is an answer. There's always an answer. Our our brains are made up of chemical, like our there's chemicals going on in our brains. Sure, we can try and answer all the questions, but what if there's no answer? But there there is an answer. So here, I feel here's the difference between us. Sure. I accept the fact that maybe there's no answer, and that's it. And I'm willing to accept that. And I'm, I'm at peace with that. Like, there's not okay, always here, an answer here, to like how enough. I feel or what I do. Fair there's enough. Not fair an enough. Here, here's, here's the greatest test of what you're saying. Have you ever been to therapy? Um, yeah, I went to, I went to couples therapy with an ex. Bad idea. Okay. I'm just talking about you. Just you therapy. Um, no, but I would be open okay. to it. And that's fair. But I think that that's why I'm like, so it's easy for you. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to be combative. What I'm saying is. Yeah. It's easy for you to say that there is no answer if you haven't found an answer because it's a, it, you never actually have to prove like it's it's hard to falsify. Ah, oh, there's this great thing that I watched from um, uh, uh fuck it, what's it called? See, what's it called? But I feel like that is the, the when I talk about arrogance, that is the thing that I'm talking about is that we are so as a people, and I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I feel like we as a people sometimes we can be so arrogant to mm-hmm. think that we can define understand label we have a word or a phrase or uh fucking what like, we're able to like package everything up. but it, but if you but if you don't i guess i guess what i'm saying is is uh, um it's the same way that i can say that somebody i can say that i could be a doctor if i wanted to right the truth is should. but that's but that's kind of what i'm saying is that how do I know that unless I actually tried to become a doctor, right? Like, there's no way that I could fucking know if I could or couldn't unless I actually tried to do it, right? See, and I know I couldn't because I don't value all human life. So I'm like, man, what happened to this motherfucker? <laughs> nah, bro. Get him out of here. I'd be like, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, right, okay. Not all life is sacred for a rain. I think I'd be like, uh, we, let we, we me uh, try and get in here and uh, pass me the scalpel. <laughs> You see, you'd be like that lady. Uh, there was a lady recently who said like somebody like fucked up her like pronouns, so she just so she just like she was she was uh, doing some sort of test, and she was my pronouns. Oh my god, that's such no, that's the same shit you just said. Whoa. It's because there's something it was you something petty. He instead of they. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. No, nah, that's the same shit you just said. You said somebody. What'd you do? What'd you do? All right, fine. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Well, no, I mean, here. I mean like bad people, right? Like because like let's say like a bad person. 
Uh, let's say someone like gets shot. Like, and this happens you're all the time. Get, you're gonna go with the easiest example of this. No, let's say someone hurts themselves doing a bad thing, right? Sure. Like, let's say someone got shot robbing a bank, and yeah. during that bank robbery, they like shot three other people. Mm-hmm. But because you're a doctor, you're not supposed to be. Uh, you're not supposed to take sides. You're not supposed to treat your patients differently. Whether it's a good patient or a bad patient, you're supposed to, you know, preserve human sure. life. Mm-hmm. If I knew that, hey, this person is um, someone they just tried to rob a bank. Again, what, what I'm shot, saying, I'm like, well, for situations like that, it might be easier for you to determine that. Oh, this is a good person versus a bad person. But what if it's, what if no, it's a if cloudy it's a, situation? A fucking Bengals fan on a table. And I'm like, <laughs> did y'all win the Super Bowl so though? Your life is they're not, not even your life. enemies. I know, but they thought they were. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So so back to this because I I really appreciate this conversation, but um, it, it's it, 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 I can't I can't know that I can or can't be a doctor if I've never tried. Right. So I can't go boasting one way or another. Uh, but because you know it's, interest, it's, it's 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 no 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 forget the interest. What I what I'm talking about is the actual implication of what I'm saying, right? If I say that I can I can be a doctor, right? Well, how do I know if I haven't tried? If I'm saying I can't be a doctor, how do I know if I've never actually fucking tried? Either statement can be true, but how the fuck would I know unless I actually tried it, right? So which is why I'm how I'm relating that to what you're saying is is that you're saying, well, these things are not known. How some things I accept that some things are not known, but it's like, well, how can you know it if you never actually search for the actual answer? You know, it's different so, if you search for it and then you don't find it. Yeah. That's one thing. But if you've never searched for it, how the fuck do you know? But see, I'm at peace with not searching for something. That's I different. Want to discover. That's different. Saying that there is no answer is different than saying that I'm at peace with not knowing. Right. That, that those are I mean, two different things. I don't look at them too differently. Right. So like, here's how I view. For example, Doctor Orain, Doctor Fitman. Right. I never pursued that thing. I never wanted to, and I'm at peace with that. Now, I could have been a great doctor. I have no interest. I had no interest in ever going to medical school. Yeah. Because, like, but, that, but, didn't, but again, that didn't call you, you, to me. But you see, but you see I'm at peace with that. But you see, that being at peace with not being a doctor is different from saying that you're saying definitively that you could or couldn't be a doctor. Like, you, do, do you see the difference between that? That, sure. in one aspect, it's you're saying, oh, I'm fine with this not being a thing, right? In the other aspect, you're saying definitively this thing would or wouldn't have happened. But it's just like, well, how do you know unless you've actually done the thing? But I guess that's what I'm saying to you is that you're saying you're at peace with whatever the thing is, right? Uh, That if something happens that you're just at peace with not knowing why you reacted in a certain way. What I'm saying is is that it's helpful to understand why you reacted and to define how first define how you acted and then uh, and then understand why. Um, that, that that you reacted that way in order either to uh, elaborate on it mm-hmm. or to say that's not that's not actually the way I, I'll give you this and this is kind of an embarrassing scenario. So I was at a, a I was at a bar once, right? And I was what there, bar? Where? Give us. We need, I, I need details. I don't fucking remember what bar. It was some random. I was Fedhill. I, I was Hampton. I was gone that night. Uh, this was last week. No, we went out last no this, is, this is years, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but I was with some people, and one of the long story short, I was there with somebody, and somebody who I wasn't really like interested in, but kind of not interested in, but like I was just like open to the idea of it, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll uh, let it happen. Yeah, exactly. And so, at the at the at the at the bar, there was a there was a guy, and he was just like he was like flirting with her, right? 
And then for some unknown reason, and I don't, I've, this has never been me. I've, I've just historically have never been this type of person, but I just like, I shoved them. And he was just like, he was just like flirting with her. And I'm like, and she's single. I'm seeing like, we're not together at all. Yeah. Like anything like that. And in that moment, I didn't understand why I did that. Like I wasn't even trying to like get with her or anything like that. And I could sit here and just blame it on the alcohol or whatever the case is. But there was something about that moment that I was just like, that was weird. Like that wasn't, that wasn't me and how I know me. So I want to understand why I did that yeah. and, and, and be able to diagnose that so that that doesn't happen again because that's not that that's not who i want to be sure i I think a situation like that yes right in in a situation like that i would want to understand like you know why did i do that am i just drunk is this like do i feel emasculated because here's this other man flirting with a woman that i'm interested in he was shorter than me and i I did feel a type of way i was like what the fuck yeah i do feel this guy you know i'd be i'd be at the gym i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i'd be at the gym sometimes and if i see a dude i'm like yo you got like 225 on the bench minimum. Get out of here. <laughs> off the bench. Let some real motherfuckers get in here. Yeah. Um, but that's why little dudes always carry guns. You got to be worried about little motherfuckers because yeah. they've been pushed around their whole lives. Yeah, Napoleon complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've always sure. got uh, they've always got one or two straps on them. So sure, be sure. careful with the little guys. Yeah. Um, but so in a situation like that, because that's like a human interaction, right? You're interacting with other people. But that, but that's notice what I said earlier, which is it'd be fine for you to be okay with not understanding how you're reacting. If it was just you, but you have to interact with other people, mm-hmm. meaning that like it matters how you react in situations yeah. because other people like are involved. So I think that that's the reason why I find it important to understand ourselves. You yeah. know, I think my perspective is I do my best to understand. I try and understand. I ask my question. I ask myself the why question in most situations. Why do I feel the way I feel? Why did I respond the way I respond? Why did I say what I say? Why do I think what I'm thinking? And whenever I get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I don't really know why. In some situations, I, I go further. I'm like, no, there is an answer. Like, maybe I'm just hiding it from myself. But, maybe but I'm not being How are you with being objective? Like, you're not an objective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard party. to be objective with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So then how, so, so how do you? So but, I mean, but like, you know, all I have, all, at the end of the day, all you really have is yourself. And like you have to be. No, at, there's a lot of tools and things out there. There's a lot of uh, things that can help you. Yeah, sure. There's WebMD, but like, you know, I mean, <laughs> no matter what I read on WebMD, I'm I'm still a rain is still going to have to solve that and figure that shit out. For me, I am comfortable. But that's like saying like I'm working on a car, and I don't have a specific tool, so I'm just like, I right, fuck it. Like, yeah, so a mechanic, like no, I go, mechanic, I'll go buy the tool. Does a mechanic really understand like? The complex engineering and how like the molecules work like at a molecular level like when wouldn't i it, when it i put engine them? oil i mean it nah. especially with oil and shit if i'm a wouldn't mechanic, it help them I'm, I'm thinking about like how the thing works mechanically i'm not if you're necessarily if you're, if you're, a chemist okay, who understands okay. the chemistry if you're, behind if you're, oil if you're an okay mechanic sure you just go with whatever the result is you're like well i don't know if, i don't know what the fuck that shit does but it, but it works right but i feel like that's what the difference is between a mechanic and me i can understand that the oil makes the fucking car go so every now every three months or so i have to change the oil in the car that's me i have a, a very rudimentary like understanding your of average it. mechanic knows how to like they know the the mechanics behind the machinery, right? How this thing, when I turn this thing, this thing does this thing to this thing, which, you know, does the engine propulsion, which allows the vehicle to move, and you need oil. 
but they don't understand the chemistry they, behind I, I feel engine like, oil. But that's what makes a mechanic. And we're, and we're just, There's a difference between a mechanic, an engineer, and a chemist who creates the oils that the engineers use. No, but to I think build it helps. Uh, helps mechanics the mechanic. or maintenance. No, no, that's fair. But it helps the mechanic to know. Like even sure. if you, even if you say that. <laughs> Even if you say that a majority of mechanics don't know that, that's that's fine. What I'm saying it's it's better for a mechanic to know that so that they can know. Yeah. Okay, if if this happens, then this might be a likelihood, right? And and that's really all that life is, is right? Is us saying that hey, when this thing happens, then this might be a natural result. So if, yeah. so as but we like, sort of, I don't care if my mechanic. If I go, if I ask my mechanic, hey, what's the W? What's the difference? That's because five W thirty and O W forty. They're like, one is thicker. Yeah, for but like the, older cars, I'm like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's for you. That's not for the mechanics' understanding. So in that situation, you wouldn't be you. You would be another person interacting with you. Because if if you in your analogy, like in that situation, what I'm saying is, you as the mechanic, you might know the chemistry behind it of like how it works because it benefits you to know that. The other person might not give a fuck because they're just the other person. They're like, I don't care. Like, even if you were explaining it to them, they're like, I don't care. Just fucking does it. Does it help my car go? Cool. Yeah. Great. We're out of here. But right? even as the mechanic, you may just be like, Yo, I don't know the chemistry. I just know that this no, no. is and the. I, I'm not arguing this with is that. the manufacturer recommendation. But again, that's not what my argument is. My 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 thesis here is is that uh, it would even if you like even if a majority of mechanics don't know that it but it still it benefits them to know that. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean necessarily they have to know it, right? As human beings, we're all really fucking stupid, especially about ourselves, right? We we barely know ourselves. We yeah. barely use our entire brain. It all right? bene- it benefits us all to know, um, and I think more but, about ourselves. Um, now, granted, this is like a profession. You know, this could fucking somebody's life could be in the you know on the line if you don't do that. If you don't change the brakes right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't put that yeah. tire on right, and someone's on ninety five going ninety five, yeah. That's a different story. But yeah. back, my original point is that I'm one of those people who I respect the fact that I understand my emotions. and I, I feel like I understand a little bit about who I am. But you, I know but I don't you, understand everything. Yeah, you, and you, I'm at, you, I don't need to understand it's, everything. It's hard, it's hard for you to be objective about that statement, though. And, and, and again, like I think that, that that's, that's where we vehemently sort of disagree. See, yeah, I, feel, I, I would say it's easy for me to be objective about that statement. It's, it's like, not. I feel like, how is it <laughs> that's like saying like you can step outside of yourself and be like hey self it's like you can't like you you know i can't you need like, to bounce that the only only that's like people saying that oh um it's like calling yourself a genius right you can't really call yourself a genius other people have, have to you call seen you the kanye i know exactly and, and what does he say in the documentary the dude i remember he was arguing uh, he with was the dude talking to I think, was it rhyme fest he was i forget i don't yeah, know who sure dude he was talking to. he's just like well, like I love Ryan you, dude. Fest was saying like you can't label yourself yeah, a genius. He's like, Look, someone dude, else has dude, to call you. A I genius. love you and I appreciate you, but I you can't fucking call yourself a genius. Other people have to fucking call you. And a genius. then what did Kanye say when he was on an interview with Oprah? Kanye was just like, you know, I advocate for the best, right? Like whatever the best is at the time, I advocate that. Um, but what and, does that have to do? With and then at the time, mean? I was the best, so I'm a genius. Yeah, you know I mean, it's so like I feel like I love the fact that that's Kanye, not what a genius is, though. I love the fact that Kanye calls himself a genius because you should feel that way about yourself. And it's like, I don't need someone else to validate who I am or how I feel about oh, myself. Bro. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and hit up that therapy. Dude. <laughs> I mean, sure, hit it up, hit it up, hit it up. I, I would love to explore that further, but like, yeah. I mean, no, that's just kind of like how I live my life. Like, I don't live my life based off of 
other people's validations. Like I'm sure there are people out there. I don't think that I don't think that has anything to do with. Uh, but any, a lot, a lot of people do. They, uh, sure, and and I'm not, and they need, or oh, they also need therapy, yeah. right? Uh, there there are a lot of people who live for people's validations. But I guess what I'm saying is different in that uh, how we see ourselves is is fundamentally different than how others perceive ourselves. And there's only certain things we can tell yeah. by getting other people's opinions about us, right? Because there's been a number of situations that I've been in that I might have a perception of how I reacted, what I what I said, what I did, and what my mannerisms were. But there's only a a, a, a um, there's only a true reflection um, within myself when I'm able to gain somebody else's perspective on me. Right? Yeah. Like I can I can't I can't see me, especially when like th- there's certain facial expressions that I'll make when somebody's saying something that I have no idea that I'm even fucking making. With the exception of somebody saying, hey, what the fuck's wrong with your face right there? You, yeah. you didn't react a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so much I can tell about myself. I have to have somebody to be able to sort of be that sort of objective, hey, this is how you're reacting in a situation. Or this is what my read of you is in this situation. You know? Yeah, there's a song. I believe this song is called, like, There's a Storm on the Way. It was off of the Gnarls Barkley St. Elsewhere album. Mm-hmm. And in that song, he says this quote, and this has always resonated with me very much. He says, like, um, he's, it, there's a line in, in the song, he's talking about going to therapy. He's like, why do I need someone else to tell me who I am? I am the way. And essentially that was like, I am the way I am. And it's like, I can come to you and we can talk about it. But I'm still gonna be the way I am. Maybe I'll not understand it a little yeah, bit differently. Not necessarily. Maybe I maybe I'll understand it better. Maybe I won't. But like, do you have the answer? What's uh, or my do my I have my, the answer my question for that is what is the fear of it though? Like I, I guess that's so. That's I mean, a, I, th- I think for, for it, me to like, me it, to me it would be fear because that that be that'd be like the the difference between that's like somebody saying, hey, um, you you can read it's, it's just like the doctor example I gave you before. It's like, hey, if you keep reading this book, uh, you can become a, a, a surgeon. And it's just like, well, I don't really need to read the book. Um, I'm just gonna do BBLs. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I love the fact that that joke hit you late. You're like, wait, that's not no, 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 no. I was saying, no, no, I was, I was continuing the thing, but like, yeah, just like, no, you could just read the book and like do the shit. But instead, it's just like, nah, I'm not gonna read the book, and I'm still gonna just do the shit. And it's like, well. Okay, but that, but like, well, what's the fear of reading the book, though? You know, what I mean, like, why not read the book? Like, if, yeah. if 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 it's not, and it's not guaranteed, right? It's not guaranteed that you're going to become a surgeon after reading this book, but it's the likelihood that you're going to become a surgeon increases after reading this book. It's to me, it would have to be a fear of it in order not to engage with it. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, because like, and, and honestly, I say that from experience of like doing new things. Sometimes it's scary for me, um, and usually, like the the reason behind it is uh is because i don't believe that i'm going to be good at that thing so when i when i hear somebody say Mm, like oh um you know i don't want to do something generally speaking i'm like i what i associate that like they're failing at it in the beginning exactly or they don't realize that you have to fail in the beginning to get good at it or what it's going to reveal about yourself yeah you know what i mean and i think that that when i when so when i hear you say like no i think i'm just me and that's just what i am i feel like what that screams to me is, is that I'm afraid of what I might find if I start peeling back that. that no, but see, like, like even when I say, like, I'm, I, I am who I am, I'm very comfortable with myself, I would love to um, 
go to therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I a couple months. I'm gonna back, start up, dude. I, I, yeah. I look, I, uh, uh, kid just 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 got back into the. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got medical insurance. Yeah. Now. But, so I called my insurance provider and like, um, there were like, uh, therapy is covered, occupational therapy, but you can see any therapist. You just have to submit your like claim or whatever. It's occupational yeah. therapy. And it's included in my coverage, right? Mm. So, and there's a, there's like several near me. Um, there's a chiropractor near me. I'm going to schedule that t- this week. Remind me. Were you talking about, were you, were you the one talking to me about a uh, chiropractor? Probably. Yeah. Because like after yeah. my, um, my, my Achilles injury, like my, I feel like my hip is displaced. Oh yeah. Um, Cause I was in a boot for a while. Yeah. yeah I got to watch this cord. So I, I'm definitely going to go to a therapist, or, um, uh, chiropractor, but I also want to do like therapy. I, I, I want to go to couples therapy with my yeah. girlfriend. I want to like. Do all that. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of what I may discover. I'm actually excited about what I may discover. Um, I don't. Yeah, and, and I'm not too arrogant to think that I won't change. But I'm mm-hmm. also like. But it's but it's, I, it's, it's like, also oh, it's also not about if something changes. Great. If nothing changes, great. Exactly. But but the, I guess that's what I'm saying is is that you don't like we don't know like we could go to therapy and be like, all right, like I still feel pretty much the same as I did yeah. beforehand. Or you could go and it could be like a revelation. It it who the fuck knows, right? Like, but it, it's like. But, but why not try to discover like yeah like, people know. who are afraid of therapy are very like it's like i mean that's real fear it's like yo i'm so afraid of understanding who i am that like but at the same time that the reason why that line always resonated with me because it's like only i because like even in therapy you may only reveal like 50 percent of yourself you a lot of times people are not even really fully honest with themselves or their therapist well, in therapy. But why but the question would be then why why not? Why why not? Sure. That's a, and that's a, that's a fair question to ask. Like and who knows what that answer may be, but like <laughs> Yeah, that's what you Yeah, you see this redundant circle. No, no, but like so but but we're also still talking about a very real thing. There are a lot no, of people sure. there are a lot of people who go to therapy I'm not doubting and they're only fifty yeah. percent honest with their therapist. Sure. So how could their therapist ever help them better understand themselves if that person in the beginning was only 50 percent honest well again my question then would be why doesn't that person like what are they afraid of that they don't want to like reveal themselves in order to get to like that the rest of there may be an answer to that there may be like no answer to that but they're either way they're afraid of the answer to that is what i'm saying whether whether there's something crazy behind it or not they're afraid of it because they won't reveal it it it, like that's a, a weird thing to me to be like hey I'm not going to tell you 50% of the thing. And I'm also not afraid of what's in that 50%. Because it's like, well, why not share the rest of that? Yeah. Why not share the I mean, 100%? It, it, listen, it might be illegal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, no, no. It's between you Unless somebody's in imminent danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's between yeah, you yeah. and your thing. You know what I mean? Confidential. Yeah, confidentially <laughs> uh, agreement. Look, let, let's move on uh, super quick. Uh, I only want to spend about maybe 15 minutes uh, more with this. Um, uh, let's Holy talk shit. super quick. We're going to oh. talk about. That was a great conversation. That was a great conversation, dude. Yeah, great yeah. conversation. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna spend about like another. Like no, nah, yeah, 15, we had some trailers. Thirty minutes here. Yeah, we 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 had some trailers. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and skip those. Uh, although uh, uh, we own this city, uh, just dropped a trailer, uh, and I might just watch it just now because, but it's uh, it's about the like uh, Baltimore City uh, police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be sort of like the natural successor to uh, the Wire. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. But maybe we'll check that trailer out next week. Um, uh, two things I want to talk about before we we get out of here. Uh, for one, uh, I want to talk about this just because I know it's gonna it's gonna. You, you talk about why you feel certain ways and and why you don't. I don't know why you hate Brie Larson so much, but uh, uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk geez, about Brie Larson. I just saw she's been in a lot of Nissan commercials lately. She and has I'm been. like, I'll never buy. And a do Nissan. you know why? Because she is 
essentially like the actress equivalent of a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, not at Reliable. all. Reliable. You know why she's in the whip? Oh, come on. What what franchise is she's gonna she gonna be a part of after being in whip so much? Uh after being in Nissan commercials? Nigga, I don't know. Manufacturing commercials? Who who else would have plenty of Nissans in their movie that uh, is centered around wait, cars? Let me, let me ask that question. Transformers? Oh my god, really? Uh hold up, hold up. Who would have plenty of Nissans? Michael Bay? She and I mean they they're easy to blow up. Dude, this is mind boggling how you're not immediately getting this. Uh Fast and Furious. I saw that, <laughs> yeah. but like, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I, don't, I didn't really understand it either. Yeah. I was like, no, granted, right. a, a GTR, a GTR. Oh, you're, you're talking about Nissan? Paul yeah, Walker had plenty did, of fucking. Nissans. Paul Walker did drive a GTR. That was his. Car. Yeah, they had um, plenty of Nissans in, in Fast and Furious. Oh God, okay. Brie Larson, she's in Fast Ten. She's going to be Yo, in Fast. 10. Fast Nine was horrific. <laughs> I it was so it. bad. <laughs> I haven't watched to it. join Fast. And yeah, Furious it's an odd. Obs- like- when I heard this, I wasn't even like, "Man, why are they putting Brie Larson in Fast and Furious?" I was like, "Why is she signing on for this?" And yeah. I heard rumblings like I would a, a think month or two was ago. Like more up than to join Fast and Furious. 10. Yo, like I, I heard about, but but that Helen Mirren is in Fast and Furious. Well, she was in. Uh, she's uh, been fucking, in like the last four. Nah, like the, maybe like less like two. Or I three. think she was in Fast and Furious. No, whatever the second to last one. She is was, um, Jason she Statham's son, or the mom of the, Jason Statham. Yeah, and dude, I don't. He doesn't. Fuck she's been matter. in the last four movies. So like, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um. So she's in it. She's um, Hobbs and Shaw. Fucking uh. Uh. What's John uh, Cena? No, no, no. What's um. Uh. Charlize Theron. She's she's in it, and it's yeah. just like, why, dude? It's mm-hmm. like, what? Why are you guys sullying your careers yeah. <laughs> by being in these very shit? At the like, press conference, like, like you're in Fast and Furious Ten. Why so late? You know what I mean? like, like, yeah, oh. I feel like you missed the boat. Like whatever the boat well, was. Captain Marvel you... wasn't good, so here I am. That's her answer. Nah, dude, but she's she's got the Marvels coming up. Um, I don't, I truly don't get the the reason to join in the Fast and Furious franchise at this point. Like Lindsay Lohan could have did this. You know what I mean? Honestly, fucking... that probably would have been more fitting. I, yeah. No disrespect to you, Lindsay Lohan. I know you're coming back. You know, no, all disrespect. To I, I don't have any disrespect. I don't have. I, any disrespect. I love her. I disrespect nobody. Is is is, yeah. is 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 where I'm coming from. But anyways, uh, so uh, Vin Diesel revealed. You know those. I'm sorry. Instagram. You know those yeah. celebrities who like. I'd love to see them in person, just to be like, "Fuck you." Why would you do that to Lindsay? See, she hasn't she been through enough. No, but uh, with love though. How is it? Has, has you piece of <laughs> shit? I love when, you. Since when has anybody ever started the conversation? Is fuck you, and to, to be like, I love you. Well, often does that happen? sometimes you, you see somebody you're like oh you, you you fucking piece of shit let's get a drink nah that's no? if you have a pre-existing relationship with that person you can't just walk up to a random person yeah, and like, fuck yeah, yeah. you because well, no, 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 you can there do that all the time listen i'm a rams fan so if i see a 49ers fan at a bar I'm no like, no but that's a that's a that's a pre-existing relationship because mm, you're both coming if if, if, if you both didn't have your gear on and you said fuck you to that person Nobody would understand what the fuck's happening in this situation, yeah. and it'd probably be a fight. <laughs> yeah, I've been in those situations too. Um, yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Vin Diesel revealed in his uh, through his Instagram um, that uh, Brie Larson is going to be a part of Fast and Furious um, Ten. Now, the curious thing uh, 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 about this uh, is obviously that we're, we're very late in the stage for the Fast and Furious franchise. We're so at ten. Late. Um, and so it's curious that she would decide now. Now, Fast and Furious 10 comes out in uh, 2023. Um, one thing 
it uh, also Jason Momoa is going to be in Fast and Furious uh, Ten as well. Um, one thing that I find curious about this whole franchise is that it feels like they just keep adding people as the movies get worse because they know like as long as we have some big names in this movie, somebody's going to come out yeah. to, to watch this. Uh, and so it, it's but it, it's a curious career choice as we alluded to earlier. It's a curious career choice for anybody who is actually signing on to do these things because it's it's not a it's not a viable ship. Like it's not like the ship is like, oh man, this is gonna be viable for like the next like it's like, yo, they they've only got like two or three of these like left in them. Yeah. Everybody just wishes that this would just fucking end. Um at so, this point it's kinda like it's like Titanic. Yeah. Like just Here, here's what I'll say about it. If I were to sign on to Fast and Furious ten, I need it to be in my contract that this is the last movie. And if they do decide to make an 11, I still get paid. Because that's the only reason that I'm here. That's fair. I find right? no... I, I find no, uh, I find no if I'm Jason Momoa, listen, I'm, I need $15 million to do this movie. And... Oh, my God. If you'd make a, an 11... Oh, my God, dude. I, just I need read, another 15. I just read something that is truly heartbreaking. Fast and Furious 10 will be the penultimate chapter uh, for the current... Penultimate? Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. What does that it, mean? It, it basically just means the... The one preceding the final. So I there's going to be a one after this. Dude, there's going to be. A wait, wait, no. I'm sorry. Um, I believe Fast and Furious Ten is two parts. It's part one and part two. I don't care. Why isn't this the fucking last movie? This is so sad. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, if I sign like, on, what the fuck does it mean to split a Fast and Furious movie up between two movies? Like, what does that yeah. even mean? It's it's all one continuously it means, long. Yeah, we can only story. take so much <laughs> of this shit at a certain time. So we're gonna split this four hour movie into two parts. I need a six like month many, break in yeah, between. How filming. many times do you does Vin Diesel need to say the, family? I'm sure the director was just like, films. yo, I cannot take Vin Diesel <laughs> for four hours. I need to I need a, a six month break I, in between films. I say that without trying to be disrespectful to Vin Diesel. I'm sure yeah. uh, winning is winning. <laughs> win by an inch, you win by a, mile. a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about my impersonations. What if Vin Diesel's <laughs> wife cheats on him? Is he just like, Jesus Christ, family? Dude. You know what I mean? Is he like, is that? Oh, she's gonna use that actually because she's gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be like, oh, you cheated on That's me. That's where like, he got it from, bitch. She's gonna be like, well, family. You know I mean? she, but she doesn't in his voice, so yeah. he can't even argue with her. He's like, back on family. Enough. He's like. <laughs> All right. All right, you got. <laughs> you right. I've been using that for ten movies, so you get to use it one. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, that's happening. Uh, in other news, um, uh, in terms of uh, people coming back to to different things or entering them for the first time, uh, this is a story of people coming back to porno. It might as well be, dude. dude that, this, is, <laughs> this is sexy as fuck. Uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul confirmed. To appear in Better Call Saul season six, we are getting Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, season I like six. This. I like that's very Better good. Call Saul. I, I like fucking that. Love that it. feels good. I I fucking love that it, man. feels good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so uh, here's a quote: Brian Cranston is a national treasure. Protect that man for sure. He dude. should have like Tom Brady's old line. And the referees at all times. At all times, like that's his security. Just throw flags, just just mobbing with him through like fucking Fuck airport yeah. security. Thing, yeah, oh, he shouldn't have to go through airport security. Just at all times, flag on the play, fifteen yards, first down, touchdown. That's it for sure. Uh, so here's a quote from um, uh, 
uh, well, the co-creator of Better Call Saul, which is uh, Peter Gold. Uh, I don't want to spoil things uh, for the audience, but I will say the first question we had when we started uh, the show was, are we going to see Walt, uh, Walt and Jesse on the show? Uh, instead of e- evading, I'll just say, yeah. Um, how or the circumstances or anything, you'll just have to discover that for yourself. But I have to say that that's one of the many things that I think you'll discover this season. Damn. Um, dude, I don't even... Better Call Saul. I so I, st- I, I, I think I watched like two or three episodes of season one, but I was watching something else at the time. Yeah, bruh. It's one of those shows that is like, I meant to stick... And it actually wasn't bad. It's yeah. just, I was I like not Bob in that. I was... Yeah, he's, he's a really good actor. Uh, I was just not in the mind frame to like absorb yeah, what the I fuck I I think this is watching. when I just finished watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to jump. I want to start. It's like breaking up with one girl and like dating her twin sister. You know what I mean? Twin like, sister. do I want to do that right now? Maybe, maybe later if I run into her at a bar, I'll fuck her. Yeah, we should like, do a, right a now. fucking analysis on your weird metaphors. They all make sense. You just gotta go down the rabbit hole. Follow yeah. the white rabbit. Right. Okay. If you say so. Uh, so uh, you didn't get that. No, it is a Matrix reference. I got that. Okay. Um, if you uh, did not, we'd have to end this abruptly. <laughs> No, I, I definitely caught on. Um, but uh, I, I think that this is is great that it. I don't think it defines the show, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at the same time, I feel like we all like if better Saul call uh, better Saul call better if Saul call. better call Saul was going to sort of cement its place, it had to bring back these two iconic characters yeah. because it's hard to imagine that we're going to get this massive sort of spinoff, especially a, a prequel none, nonetheless, and not get the two iconic characters that essentially built the house that Better Call Saul was 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 uh Yeah, it's like upon, a Matrix you know? spinoff and like you're not going to and it's I can't five get, seasons. I can't get Neo and get, fucking Trinity? Trinity, like just even if it's for God damn. 5 minutes. Give yeah. me a little bit of the and then then you have my love and my admiration. Yeah. But you got to give me a little bit of it. I got to get them. I got to get them. Um so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get those those two back into the fold. And honestly, this does actually inspire me to now go back and watch Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, put Better this on my list. Saul, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, I think that's a proper way to sort of end it. We're, we're just at the two hour mark here and I promised myself that we weren't going to go terribly late. Uh, I want to get you out of here at a, at a very decent hour. Um, unless you had something else, man. And like I said, we had some trailers, but I think we'll check those out, uh, next week. Uh, if at all. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we'll, we'll yeah, listen, we'll if you need in. relationship advice or, um, advice on how to view your life in like a very meta non-meta extra meta no meta way listen to this podcast i thought we talked about some like relationship Dude, we were life we, and were, re- we were in the was, mix for a second what you take away from the mix yeah, that we were in I'm, I'm not I, even, <laughs> it's hard to say i feel like if you took something away from what we were talking about you probably do need to go to therapy uh, this podcast is brought to you by webmd why is therapist.com yeah, i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> I think that's where you go to. <laughs> if like you go, yeah, yeah, if you go to like WebMD to go to get therapy, like I don't know, you probably just have chlamydia. <laughs> that's, that's <my laughs> All right, you see, like this is some weird shit. Yeah. You, you need to figure that out. Where does that come from? <sighs> Listen, risky life choices. I don't know. Um. So so yeah, stall for me a sec while I do this real quick. Should I keep talking about chlamydia? Um. You should do something. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Nope. Nope. That's what really? I. That's what I, that? I. I wanted to play. I wanted to do that, but do it on the low. But uh, I can't. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go ahead and play the outro because I was trying to lower it. Because every time I noticed when we were doing the outro, Mm -hmm. the music is really loud and you can't quite hear us. 
So I wanted to lower it, but I was not able to do that on the fly. So now I have wasted precisely three minutes talking about it instead of just hitting the outro. So we appreciate you listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. Um, we appreciate you all. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we're back. We're we're here on Mondays. We're probably gonna live here at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I believe so. This uh, is a great first Monday show, dude. Great first Monday show. Weird first Monday show uh, came out you, of nowhere. You know what it is? It's early week energy. Yeah, so we got the energy yeah, to like yeah. really deep you had, you, dive into the show. Fresh from the weekend. Yeah, yeah, but now I'm tired and I have nothing for the rest of the week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good luck to anybody who is interacting uh, interacting with me for the rest of the week. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, we'll go ahead. And uh, yeah, we'll hit the usual protocol here. Fade out. This is-